to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. Time. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. What's up, man? Thanks for coming out. Thank you. Fly Racing Yamaha live show. Here we are in beautiful uh, Foxborough or uh, um, Maryland Rodham Theater, I guess. Is. This isn't exactly Foxborough, but it's it, close It enough. is Foxborough. There's literally like, oh, it is? that's the town square right there. I thought it was right another there. town. Like out the door. He knows where he's going. That's yeah. the town square right there. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis. That's Jason Thomas, and that's Chris Kiefer. Thank you to Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com. Thank you to Blue Crew. We got any Blue Crew people out there? Any Blue Crew people out there? Yeah. That's right. Anybody else kick their bike still? We got any? Yeah. We got any RM Army people out there? That's, that, that's, uh, that's not cool. Uh, thanks it's for fine. coming out, it's though. It's fine. So, uh, by the way, we're going to have the great Justin Brayton later up here. Uh, so give a hand to Justin Brayton. And... Uh, He's winding it down. God, he's, he's got some stats. We're going to break up for that. And uh, a guy named Keith Johnson. Perhaps you heard of him. Thank you, Heather. Uh, Keith Johnson, the NESC legend, will be up here too as also. So uh, looking forward to talking to him about Scotty Cotta and, uh, and, and Treadwell and Botton and everybody else. Patty Botton. Yeah. So uh, thanks for coming out, man. It's great. Uh, first of all, so we did a live show in Seattle there a couple weeks ago, and we opened up with Basically, like, hey, man, sorry about Russell Wilson. And the crowd went wild as in, like, fuck Russell Wilson. Oh, wow. So we're like, okay, like, that's Aggr- odd. Really aggressive. He, he won your Super Bowl, went to another one. So where are we at with Tom Brady? Like, where are we at with Tom Brady here? You're good. I, yeah, you can't fuck with Tommy Brady. But, dude, those people were not happy with Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's, you don't, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's Tom Brady. When you right. go to okay. the stadium today, that's the first thing I think about is Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. You go into a nearby establishment, start talking shit on Tom Brady, you will get dropped on site. Yeah. Well, I'm glad these people are all right with it. So, uh, so um, also, 
before we get too far into this thing, it's a day race tomorrow. We'll get into that. Yeah, Tomac, day race. Tomac and Clinch daytime program. <laughs> right up your alley. <laughs> but but we can't get too far into this show without talking about the Wick, Southwick, of course, right? Uh, legendary track. And, of course, KJ and everybody uh, are doing great things there. But, JT, uh, you're from Florida, so you can ride the sand. You know, that's, not a, that's nothing strange for you. But did you, do you ever have any, like, you got your ass kicked at Southwick? Yeah, so two, two pretty good stories. I yeah. mean, I, I got my ass kicked several times at yeah. Southwick, let's yeah. be clear. Um, but I remember uh, the first time, one of the first times I went was 98, and I went up for the warm-up race. Remember they used to have that yeah, warm-up before, race? Yeah, the week before, Everybody would yep. go, and yep. everybody would leave there going, oh, my God, I have so much work to do before next weekend. <laughs> and I remember, like, being in, like, 18th, and I would be, like, 18th at the National. Right, And I'm right. just getting smoked. And I remembered, like, starting to crash. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to crash. Because this will be better. Like, then there won't be any result. A DNF. Like, I just, right. like, oh, I'm like, I right. probably save it, but it's probably a good idea if yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, let me just lay here in the yeah, sand. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So I remember that really vividly. It's the only time I think I've ever purposely crashed. Right, Like, right. it's, like, starting to fall. And I'm like, yeah, let's just, let's just go with this, right? And then in uh, 2001, I was on Husky, right? Really, oh, really great year. And, uh. I was really over it, okay? So by the time I got to Southwick, I'd been all the way through Supercross. It was just a complete mess, right? My Farachi tried to beat up my mechanic a few weeks earlier, and yeah, not a good situation, okay? So I'd given up. For all intents and purposes, given up. I was starting to have more of these, and um, I remember about 20 minutes in, I was really tired, right? really tired. And I just hear this, this bike behind me, and I'm like, who the hell? Like, whatever. I probably was on, like, 15th or something. All of a sudden, I just get blindsided in this, in this corner, and it was Austin Squires. Oh, and it yeah. was, like, that moment of, like, I just got knocked down <laughs> at a national by Austin Squires. And it, but it, it really, like, motivated yeah. me. The rest of the year, I'm like, hell no. Right, like, this, right. this, this aggression will not stand. Like, yeah. this, I've got to draw a line in this, in this literal sand. <laughs> Right here. And, uh, yeah, just one of those moments you're like, either you got to be done or yeah. get it together. Yeah. Because getting knocked down mid – because literally I was too slow. I was in the way. Yeah. Right? And if Austin yeah. Squires, like, mid-moto is like, you, dude, you got to get out of the way, something's got to You got to reassess your yes. sort of yeah. life. But honestly, um, the, the biggest thing from that is I think everybody can attest to Southwick at some point in their career – Humbled them. Right. Period. I, I just remember as a mechanic first going there, and you guys, probably a lot of you guys are older, you remember this, the, 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 the cage right behind the starting gate, right? Like literally there was a fence there, and then we're all picking our gates, right? And the riders are what? Like five feet, right, from the fence. And you're picking your gate, and I'm just like, God, please, I hope they like my rider. I hope they like my rider. But they're rider. all just screaming. No. Dowdy. No, no, no. Dowdy. Yeah, like Dowdy and Henry, they're loving it, right? But then they're just like, Fro, you suck balls. And, you know, like, you know, and I'm just hey, like. Hey, Boston people aren't scared. No, no, yeah. And you're yelling at Ricky. They're yelling at Fro. Luckily, Tim Ferry and Nick Way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You the suck. Right. Everybody, yeah. And I'm just like, if this fence wasn't here, these guys are coming to kill us right here, right now. Uh, so that was always cool because it was dead quiet because the riders are packing their gate and nobody's saying much, right? And then the you people are behind the fence just ripping on Carmichael, ripping on Fro, uh, ripping on Jeremy. And I'm like, oh, thank God I work for shooty guys. I just thank God. I'm not involved in any of this. That, that, that's fantastic. So I remember that about Southwick. Kiefer, you've never ridden Southwick, but no. you, rode, you rode Gopher Dunes a few times, which is pretty gnarly sand track. You never yeah. even rode it? No, I never. Never. Oh, no. wow. So wow. Okay. Again, he's like E.T. Get him away from the high des 
and he starts shriveling up and turning white. Look, I came Get with home, the 9800 this time. Yeah. The 9800 came with me. But Jay, we'll go off JT said. Something about the sand for me. Like, you will come up with ways to try to get out of racing while you're racing. You're so <laughs> freaking tired. And I'm like, okay, what could – oh, I hear something on my bike. That ah, sounds dangerous. I was, <laughs> I was just embarrassed. Like, literally yeah, just embarrassed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just go down. Right. You know what I mean? Just go down here. Uh, so, well, I'm working for Red Dog in 03, 04, 05, whatever. And uh, uh, Dowdy, at that point, is kind of part-time – I don't think he's doing soupy. I think he's a privateer KTM guy, right? And, and I'm like, hey, Red Dog, like, fucking John Dowd this weekend, man. Like, John Dowd. Ass. He goes, I could beat Dowd with an eye patch. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay, all right. That's, that's bold. Dowdy's, yeah, Dowdy's 40. You know, Timmy's 30 or whatever. I'm like, okay. Fucking John Dowd hunts him down in the first moto and gets him late on a KTM. Oh, yes. No eye patch or no? No. no. So no the next patch. moto... I grab his parade lap goggles. Luckily, I didn't sell those ones to a spectator or traded them for, for shaved ice, which I tended to do. I grabbed his parade lap goggles from the most moto and just colored in half of them with a, with a Sharpie. And I'm like, here's your fucking eye patch, dude. Your fucking dowdy gets you. He's like, no, man, a lapper got me. And I'm like, I don't care, man. You said you could beat him with an eye patch. So here's your there fucking you eye patch. But, yeah, John Dowd running Tim Ferry down late in the moto. It, it, was, it was fantastic. There's not another track on our series. That gives advantages to the local. No, no, it's it's amazing. Tony Larusso got third, I think, in a moto. Barton got second or well, third. Like, yeah, those guys wed. Like Larusso yeah. wed forever. Dude, right. And yeah. Scotty Carter when he was on uh, Manchester Honda. Yeah. Like, those guys were they were yep. pretty serious back no, then. No, they were yeah. great. Uh, but yeah, those are some Southwick Robbie stories. Robbie Marshall. And you have a story about KJ slapping you that we'll get to when KJ comes on stage. <laughs> you did. have a KJ slapped you I was, story. I was I was merely a child. <laughs> Save it. Save it for KJ. I want to hear this JT for sure. Got Chris rocked hard. By yeah, John, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? I missed it. Chris got, rocked. Chris rocked. Oh, good joke. No, Just it was in the back of the head. Okay, well, we'll, we'll head get head into that. And later. I was the same height as now, but I was only a child. <laughs> uh, the last time we were here, 2018, uh, you people remember this? Marv. Woo. Marv went fucking bananas. He did. He, he went crazy. <laughs> lost remember Marv mind. hitting Tomac? You guys remember that? Like, First leopard, of all, se- leopard seal. Yeah, he went leopard seal. That's when that whole nickname came up, where leopard seals look so cute and cuddly, right. but they're actually super dangerous if you read the yes. if you read the news. So Marv went leopard seal, and that was so out of character, so gnarly that Marv just did that. I mean, on one hand, it he probably made 150 grand to do okay. that to win. Yeah. So it's like, but he but he would have made 100 for second. So no, no, okay, no, no, less. But think about it. if you if you put it into that context and and. I've been talking a lot to Will Hahn, and he's been like, "Dude, you gotta Fuck go. You gotta right. Yeah. You gotta go easier on these guys because whatever." So, what would you do for 150 grand? Well, okay, that's not it's, that's not true though. Uh, here we go. We're gonna get it. Marv had second place, which is 50k, and right. So, his, what would you do for 100 grand? All his expenses. So, first is 100, and second is 50. Jay, no, he's but he like so there's a gear bonus, which I is know. A so, but there's a gear bonus for second yeah, and all that but, stuff. So, say okay. say it's gonna be. Sixty grand. Okay, but you're, if you're Marv, fifty all in. All of these people called him a piece of shit on his Instagram. You can call me anything you want for ninety grand. Okay, no right. problem. Okay, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I mean, Marv never recovered. I mean, good God. Yeah. The people were so pissed off and booed his ass out of there. I, you could like there are unspeakable things I would allow to happen for ninety thousand dollars. Well, that's what I'm saying. Wow. This comes up in a lot of our conversations. When we're driving, what would you do for yeah. this much money? Right. 
sexually, there's a lot of things that I didn't know uh, I would do for a hundred. Yeah, $100. no, we know this. Yeah, yeah we know this. But um, anyway, so yeah, Marv took that one like he. Oh boy, that was v- so unlike Does Marv. This new Marv do the same thing if he had the opportunity. No, I think right. he was scarred for life. Yes, no, I, he I, would I, in a hundred percent. You do it. You think? Oh, I feel like oh he would. okay. If he gets the opportunity, well, he'll do it tomorrow. These guys are gonna light him on fire. Ninety grand. I, right. That's fine. Yeah, I'm telling you. USA. I'm telling you, you would you would need like a, a dry erase board of ideas to come yeah. up with something I wouldn't do for 90 grand. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, so tomorrow's a day race, uh, 5:30 in the morning track walk. Oh my god, I'll, I'll be missing that, that one. Uh, how's the vibe gonna be? How's the I, vibe? Cold and dark. <laughs> Sun sunrise is 5:52. I I googled that. Can we have open ceremonies at 5:30? It's fucking dark. The only racing they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, well, will the, the vibe only, be okay the only, for you? The only time the vibe's gonna be great is during track walk. So, all right, track walk, everybody. Chicks with flamethrowers. Yeah. I, I mean, how many of you don't like the day race? How many people don't like the day race? Like, is this fine? It's fine. They're fine. Look, they're fine no, with I'm, it. I'm fine. Well, they're fine hey, with we're it. in a stadium. We're in a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but part of your thing is the day race and, and uh, you know, both of them combined for you lack of You know what? I don't mind the day race. Like, so we're getting three in a row. Yeah. It's day race again. It's even earlier yeah. next week. Even earlier. Yes. Uh. I'm okay with it. I don't think we should do 17 day races, right. but there are upsides. Yes, for us sure. who travel a lot, and none of you care about our problems, but it's always the same, like, rotation. We get back to the hotel super late. Like, we're smoked. Then you're up at yeah. 4 a.m., go to the airport. Yeah. Like, it's nice to be at the hotel at, like, 7 or 8. Like, that's not a terrible development. Okay. You got a Vibe. nice morning, nice race in the afternoon. Like, I'm good. I'm, okay. I'm happy with right. yeah. Okay. How many people out there actually give a shit about opening ceremonies in the daytime? Right. It's right. not as good. It's, I it's think they're not as out. That's why I don't want 17 of them. So do you guys think, and you all listen to the podcast, and you all play Pulp Mix Fantasy, thank you for all of that. Is he right about the, 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 the opening ceremonies no. and the vibe? They hardly ever get them. They're always day races up here. You guys got to get more fucking entertainment in your life, man. Right. I mean, seriously, like, I, I don't know. Like, let's just get this race on. Can I we, think they're trying to get it during the end of the day because they're scared of, like, at night, like, a squall's going to come in and, like, just wreck everything. <laughs> this isn't fucking They have their Clooney. own terms up here, this though, like, just, squalls and nor'easters. They don't even yeah. pronounce words. Like, it's, like, Wooster yeah. and, like, <laughs> I, like, you just completely eliminate you, half a word. I'm going to fucking run because we're going to get jacked. I... I I said on Twitter the Boston Supercross, and some guy ass raped me on Twitter. Oh, it's the fuck. It's nowhere. He says it's nowhere near Boston. I drove 30 minutes today, and I was here. Listen, right. I, was, yeah. I drove 30 minutes nowhere hey, near? I was staying in a city. Uh, like, it's like 45 minutes away. It's, it, like, if you read it out, it's Leo Minster. I heard someone pronounce it at the bar at the hotel. I don't know what he said. I do not know what he said. It was like... Lista, Lista, we don't yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's because he had about 20 read, of those. Read it, it, uh, what he said. I, this guy on Twitter, and then the so, guy, hold on, we got somebody said it. What is it? Lemonster. Leo Minster is now Lemonster. That's okay. why Foxborough. That's like an ice cream Foxborough. flavor. Well, and then so I drove into Foxborough today and I said, welcome to Foxborough, B R O B O R. And then the sign on the freeway said, O R O. So, like, what the hell? Like, like, the town says it's this way, but the people who put the highway sign says it's O-R-O? Yeah, fuck and, it. It's simplify our life. Fuck it. Simplify well, it. Okay. We all right. Got, all right. Daytime Did you just races? say simplify or simplify? Simplify? <laughs> Did you say simplify life? 
Yes, I did. I, I mean, both. Whatever. Right. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so, listen, uh, how many Eli Tomac fans? How many Eli Tomac fans out there? Okay, so, yeah, so fuck Marv, right? Uh, right. But, look, he's on the verge of clinching his second Super, Supercross title. Of course, he switched to Blue Crew. That, that's my theory that why he's so great. Yep. But, dude, he's going to be the oldest champion ever. He's going to be uh, uh, a two-time Supercross champion. He's never maybe ridden never. Maybe he's never ridden as well as this year. Yep. I'm shocked that this series, and we only got three left. It was basically fucking over. Well, we got three more for Chase X in the cartwheel and three more for uh, uh, different things that happen. But, um, like, I'm shocked that. Up. Listen, I like Chase. I talked to him today, but. That's fucked up. Remember Phil said, we're not cats. We don't got nine lives. <laughs> Sexton's down to how many? I don't know, man. This is the guy you said that was going to take off like McGrath yeah. in 93. Yeah. And now you're just I, harassing him on stage. I was wrong. Well, it is Tom Brady's house. Yeah. Giselle is his wife. Yeah. I think Chase is Giselle, so right. I think he's going to have a good night. But, tonight. okay, Kiefer, back, back to Tomac. I'm shocked he's been this good. Like, if you had told me, hey, he's going to win the temp- championship, okay, all right, I see it. Hey, he's going to win some races, sure, okay. But to be this good and this dominant and show the kids like Sexton and like Adam and Kenny, you know, Cooper Webb, these, these guys that are champions yeah. and race winners in their own right, I mean, he's basically wa- mopped the floor with these guys uh, outside of Anderson. Look, at you know that he's good. We saw him on the Kawasaki. It's unbelievable. Comes from far back, wins races, but you have to have a good bike to be this good consistently, right? Blue crew. So the Yamaha gives you a wide range. I think they go to different tracks, hard pack, soft. That bike does really good at both. And then you have your suspension guy that you wanted, that you brought over, that he knows, that he can relate to. That helps. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. What's the percentage pie of home life versus Yamaha? It's 50-50. 50-50. Yeah. Way to go out on a win. Solid, Solid home life, great machine, 50-50. Uh, okay, so you're the guy that rides these bikes more than anybody else that I know. And sweet Jesus, you ride a lot. Um, <laughs> Cooper Webb, yeah. not the year he wanted. Obviously, some of it due to crashes and injuries. But what, what do you think is uh, the percent for him for uh, maybe not working as hard versus that new bike? I think new bike is uh, 60% and 40% not working hard. I think some of that, they don't have yep. a lot of parts. Uh, that bike does react differently in the whoops. You know, we always talk shit on him going through the whoops. We've seen other riders. Malcolm, king of the whoops, has even said, I have a little bit of problem, and I'm not as good as I should be. So that tells you something that they need to do some work. And I think they're going to have that thing dialed in next year. We'll see a different Cooper Webb. I do think he'll stay at KTM next year. So if Christian Craig comes out, he's riding for a rock star and a G Husky next year. If Craig comes out and he's just "Eh," in the whoops, we got a problem. We got a problem. Yeah. I don't think you'll see that. What? I don't think you'll see okay, that. Okay, yeah, but yeah. just, yeah, if we, if we do. I, and I don't, think it's, uh, I don't think it's catastrophic, right? It, I don't think my perception of it, I haven't ridden the bike like Chris has. My no, perc- you, you don't ride bikes nearly as much as Kiefer would like. I would like him to ride them more, yes. Yeah. I would like to ride you a little bit more, too. All right, okay. When was the last time you rode, Steve? For $100,000. Yeah. We're not talking about me. What'd you say? Nothing. Keep it going. Oh. <laughs> We're not talking about me. We're talking about you. <laughs> no, I'm and you don't ride you. enough. I and I'm talking, talking about you. <laughs> and you don't ride enough. <laughs> Uh, my, per- my perception of what's happening, and yep. Chris, tell me if I'm wrong, they don't seem as confident, right? I don't see it doing anything wild or crazy. Like, it's not like it's just bucking them off like we've seen. Uh, go back to 2003, Langston, the thing would just – it had no linkage. The thing would just send them into the stratosphere with no notice. That's not what's happening. They just don't look like they want to go in or hit them as fast as maybe they could. 
prior model, different model, whatever. And that's just from the outside. It's like, but that's a real thing. Like guys are like, I don't really trust it. I'm not probably not going to crash, but I don't just want to go in and send it and is, get. Is that a lot like you, when you rode Husky? Uh, no, <laughs> that was. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> that was. A, I mean, you had to be on the bike well, and be like, I don't want to send this because the the bike could break. No, there was a significant lack of talent. Okay, there. Yeah. Um, right. but I mean, that chassis was like. I was racing in 2001. Yeah. The last update to that chassis was 1993. Mm. So Interesting. Um, He's yeah, on the opposite end of that. Yeah, there spectrum. had been a significant change yeah. in how racing was going. Guys didn't blitz did, really the whoops Did Araldo ever try to bolt on Ducati suspension? We tried everything. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. The biggest mistake they made was Mitch Payton's like, I think I could build this bike to be pretty good. And, and Raldo was like, ah, we do it. We, we, we do the we motor. We do it. We do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there goes that year. Right. So, uh, Ken Roxon out of the series, coming back for outdoors. Let's hope he does well. Speaking of outdoors, I don't know if you guys saw this. Ooh. Antonio Caroli is coming to America. That's awesome. That's really cool. He, that dude is rad. I've known him for a long time. He says the first two, but I got to think if it's going okay, he'll do more, right? I mean, that's kind of like a couching it like, hey, if I come over and suck balls, I'm out. Yeah, and I, I but think how is he, he's not going to suck balls. No, he's not. There's what a, is, hold on. What defines suck balls? What place? I Tenth. Think, okay. Yeah, I think he'll be sixth or better, six, seven or better, challenge for podiums. What do you guys think? Six, seven or better, challenge for podiums? Yeah. Anybody think he's going to win? He, he could. Oh, he come could. on. He could. He could win. He come could. on. Yeah. He, he will be one of the most prepared guys there. In my opinion. Okay. Wow. Um, I think the biggest there, – there are a few things going on, Steve, and I, I'm sure you can probably guess that too. Like, how much are they going to pay him? Are they going to pay him to do a whole series? Like, all those things I, I think are kind of in flux. Yeah. I don't think that's all ironed out. So, maybe he has some incentive. Like, if he gets going, we don't – I personally don't know if Cooper Webb's going to race outdoors or not. There's a lot of rumors swirling Keeper about says that. he's not. We'll see. He's out. Keeper broke right, the and, news. and I don't know that. He hasn't told me that, but I've heard yeah, the same things, right. right? So here's how – sorry to interrupt you, but here's how I think Cooper isn't racing the outdoors. He hit me up today with Phil and Rarick, and they're like – and he said, I'm coming to the Pulp Show after Salt Lake City on Monday. <laughs> so that's pretty clearly well, he's – There are right. two weekends off. I know, but clearly he's not, not worried about testing. it. Yeah, no. Yeah, not going uh, testing. I'll just come and drink in your studio, he said, and bag on Phil. So he's, he's already well, – yeah. Bigger point, yeah. I really hope that either we get Cairoli or we get Jeffrey Hurlings and we get an entire series. Right. I, would, I would prefer, if we had to pick, I would prefer Hurlings yeah. because Hurlings is in his prime. And he, if he's healthy, Tony is, he's retired. He's 35, 36. Uh, yeah. I, like, I, don't, I don't want him to come over. And if it goes poorly, I don't want any regrets from him because right. we nah. all love him. He's such a great guy. And I just, I want it to go well for him. Wait till he gets to the fucking wick. Oh, Wait till he gets to the wick. Shit. No, I'm saying you people are. He's gonna be good. I'm not saying like but it's gonna be Euro tough. Euro guys have don't have a great track record at Southwick. Mark the river. I mean, he got third in one moto. He got second. And third in he one was moto. Exhausted. He got third in one moto. He, Caroli won't be exhausted. Caroli will be in shape. I'm just saying. But uh, go back to Joel Smith. The only race that Shane King did any good in was 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 Southwick when I worked. But for how him, good so. is good? Uh, well, he'd been getting tenths and now he got a fifth or something. Okay, so. but Joel Smith's world champion. Yeah, smoked. I don't know how that was. Seventh or eighth. I don't remember. Yeah, Anyways. I remember. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward like to that. Steve gets fucked over, he just kind of moves the show along. No, I, I don't want to argue with him. I'm just tired of it. I, I just, we could I, have a whole fucking live show of them two arguing. I just sit back and watch. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's oh. happening. Right, exactly. 
Uh, so you talked to Lars Lindstrom at Honda, and he's upset with us. Very upset. Does he mean us or the media in general? What is he talking about? Specifically you and me. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So what was Lars? walking down here uh, not in the stands. Bunch of red I go guys. over there and commentate these uh, damn races. Right. Bunch of red guys behind me, and I get a tap on the shoulder, and he's like, I'm really upset with you and Steve. And I'm like, oh, shit. What did, what did we say? Like, I don't remember right. what I said. He's like, you guys don't give Geyser enough love. And I'm like, I honestly had no comeback. I go, you're right. We don't. I go, because he has That's no one to standard Kiefer comment right there. Yeah, yeah. You're Stank. right. He goes up to Stank Dog, who, you know, oh called him God. out on Instagram. JT's sister's jeans. I'm fat and a loser. You're. Fuck Kiefer. Oh, he's, you said, he said you, you sucked balls as a racer. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't yeah. make Paula. That was it. Yeah. And then Kiefer's like, what'd you say to Stank? This is what I said. He gets mad at me. And I, I walk. Listen to this. What? I Especially- follow the aroma over there at Stank Dog's pit. I'm walking past, and I go, hey, can I have a chat with you? Comes over. Mr. Stank. Comes over. I'm like, what's up? Is, are we all cool? He's like. Oh, first of all, no. Like, you're not cool. Clearly not like that, cool. Your opener was bad. Like, he fucking said you suck and couldn't make Paula because he misunderstood. Like, well, I want to know if that was an act. That's what I'm trying to say. Are you it, I told you it wasn't an act. I asked him on the phone, is this WWE? And he said no. So I said, are we cool? He's like, well, I'm cool with you, but fuck Steve. I don't want to, you know, fuck Steve. And I'm like, well, Steve actually helped you. He's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm like, well, that's fucked up. And I walked away. Okay. But so he said, Kiefer, you suck. You couldn't even make Paula basically bag on your riding abilities. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I did suck. <laughs> so anyways, uh, yeah, guys are back to Lars. No. You don't have my back. You didn't fist fight his ass, Kiefer. No, what no. What you do is say, hey, Stan, can we have a chat? And then he looks at you and you go like this. <laughs> and then you keep walking. By the way, Will Hahn today. Fuck him. I was on track walk, and then, like, somebody goes... You walked the track today? Yeah. I can't believe it. I saw press, it from press my own day, yeah. Press There's day. a track walk today? Yeah, yeah, I was walking around. There's press day, so you just get to walk around. Anyways. He so, got interviewed. He got interviewed, by the way. So, uh, Sexton or Barsha or somebody's like, hey, Mathis, look over there. And I look up, and that fucking Wilhon, he is almost in the bleachers, <laughs> and he's double-fingering me. I'm like, fuck, like, that's pretty good. Uh, I mean, that's a long distance. That might be the longest that's distance one. one we had. This is what he does, too, because yeah. he will call me. Are you going this weekend? All right, let's set it up. He sets the shit up. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah, texting right. me, like, early yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, like, no. Like 6 I'll get him tomorrow. I'll fucking get him tomorrow, for <laughs> sure. I, I got to even this thing up. But, no, listen, the only reason I'd love to see Hurlings here. He's got a bad injury. We're not sure if he's going to be here. I, I don't – I'd love to see him here if I didn't have the fucking deal with his fanboys like you and Paul and maybe a bit you. Like, these, there's a bunch of industry people, and he, look, he fucking ruled at Iron Man a few years ago. He rode awesome. It's pretty fucking good. But you guys just fucking jerking off over hurlings. I, I, like, the guy's awesome, but, like, these guys are so – in love with hurlings. I can't no, take we're not, it. We're not. We're not. He's really good. Paul. He is really good. Paul is. Truman, everybody. No, uh, he's, everybody. he's, I mean, he's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, but, if, I guess, I don't know. You watch the guy ride. He does things that normal guys and don't do. And then you watch him, and he does things that Tomac doesn't even do. So it's a special kind of thing. Oh, my God. He does things. Am Tomac I wrong, JT? Do. Jesus. I think uh, I would love to see those guys go head-to-head all summer. The way Tomac's riding right. now. Okay, Tomac of summer 2020. Okay. Not going to go well. This gentleman you speak of has one 450 title in his career, and you guys are – Two. One. World. Two. What do you mean two? Two. 
2018, he won 18 here, here GPs, comes. Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 18. Yeah, yeah. And then you remember last year, who was the champ? Geyser. No. Geyser didn't win last year? This is your Am I drunk? Deal. Yes. Geyser did not win last year. Have another sip. Hold on. Oh, here we what go. What are you talking about? <laughs> Where's fucking DV when we need him? Great Where's radio. Kenny Day? Where's Kenny Day? Is Kenny Day here? Did Geyser win? Fuck. No wonder Lars is pissed Dude, at you. Why are you messing with JT about MXGP? I don't know. I thought Geyser won. I, they went to the final moto. Febrer, Hurlings, and Geyser were like all within whatever. Jeffrey went 1-1. One, one. Fuck. All right. So just to get you up to speed, Tomac yeah. is our series leader. Yes. And Jet Lawrence is Thank also you. the series and leader for And then what tomorrow. about the other one? Uh, <laughs> Christian Craig. Craig. Okay, got it. Uh, I just, I can't deal with you Hurlings people. Like, I think Tomac wins. I really do. Because of Hurlings injuries, like, that's a bad injury, and he hasn't been on the bike yet, and Tomac looks so fucking good. But we'll see what happens. It'll, it'll be I epic either this. way. But I disagree with Paul on the last show. He said Hurlings is going to wipe the floor. I'm like, I disagree. Yeah. I think this Tomac has something for him, if not a little bit more, because they have to come over and ride production frames. The bikes are different, right. different tracks. It's not like their bikes right, racing right. over there. And he's not going to be 100%. I would, Correct. I would love it if the fence was the old way at Southwick and Hurlings is lining up. You people. Like, the things that you people would say to that Dutch boy. It, it, would, be, it would be the next level. He'd be, he'd, he wouldn't even race. He'd go home. Um, but, okay, so have you guys bought the tickets for the Denver LCQ raffle thing? Have you guys bought tickets for that? All right, we got about a week and a week and a bit going for that. Thirty bucks, you can win a 2022 YZ450 or 19 other prizes. The guys at FXR and Fly Racing and Pro Taper and Renthal, they've all donated some super cool prizes. The purse is going to be, well, I'm going to let it go. We generally get most of the money late. Right now, it's going to be around 50k for one race. And that's spread out for how long? Yeah, I'm going to pay. I think I'm going to pay the top 15. Should I pay top 15 or everybody? What do you guys think? I, I'm kind of. Winners take all. Oh, wow. 50K death Show match. of hands for top 15. Show of hands for top 15. And show of hands for top 22. Oh. Uh, top 15. It got, it's got Half it. the people didn't participate in this fucking That's fine. vote. Um, I, no, I want, like, I want, you guys seen the movie The Purge? That's what I want. Yeah. One spot. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> like. Uh, okay, so. Raper wins. So, I polled the other live, live show crowds, and they do not want Chiz in this race. Do you guys agree? No chiz? I, the, right. the, the fucking guy just got eighth. He's on a factory bike in two video also. Right. So here's a, here's a compromise we reached. We spoke about this on Monday. What if he starts backwards? That's fair. No, this 250 is much better than his I'll say, yeah, 250 might be better. No. So, okay, so I talked to him today. He is willing to start backwards. Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. So... I'm like, Chiz, are you sure? He goes, whatever I got to do, man. How long's the race? Six minutes plus the lap. Could you imagine if he starts backwards and fucking passes everybody? He won't. Wins? There's no, no chance. No, he's not going to win. There's no but chance. But he could get top 15. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to let him in, but he's got to start backwards. Hey, I can't wait. I don't think he's going to be that far off in the first corner starting backwards. I don't think that's enough. I feel like he can flip a bitch really quick and be right up the guy's asses. He, I mean, will, he will, but he, I mean, he's not getting... He's got eight-foot fucking legs. He can foot plan his way around and bail. He's, he's not Cody Webb. He, it, it, this isn't like a rock crawl. He's going to practice foot plants next week. Gare Bear is going to have him like, uh, like Mr. Miyagi. I'm saying if you make him... I'm saying if, 
if he starts backwards in a six-minute race, he doesn't get better than, like, fifth. That's still pretty good, That's though. It is really good. Yeah. It's really good, so yeah. So I, I, uh, I did a rough purse breakdown. I was showing him today with 50K, and it could be more. By the way, the uh, lovely Hannah Ray is donating $1,000 for the whole shot award. Wow. Yeah. And then whole we had shot a, in that. Mm, mm, what? Whole shot in the LCQ challenge. Yeah. Oh, Chiz is pissed. Yeah. So, and then we had a listener give us $1,000 wow. uh, to donate, and then I'm going to put that for seventh. So seventh is going to be a random place that's what? worth more money. Why? Yeah, chaos, dude. The purge. Oh, my God. <laughs> the purge. You just want to see the world burn, don't I do. you? So they don't have to do the math in their head where they're at. Hey, no, no, I know. no pit boards imagine, allowed. Hey, no pit boards allowed. Can you imagine A-Ray trying to do math? No. What's two plus two? Jello. <laughs> so first place, 15K. Second, 10 three, third place is 7K. Fourth is 5K and so on and so forth. Down. Yeah, so, seventh is... More. And seventh is 4K, more than fifth and sixth. Be great. Yeah, I love it. So that's what the purse is looking at at 50K. Chiz is going to start backwards. I'm letting A-Ray in. You know why I'm letting A-Ray in? He's not going to qualify. But he called me this. Like, he qualify for the race, I Give mean. Give me some sob story. Baby. He's like, dude, I'm fucking broke as a joke, bro. I'm broke as a joke. And I'm like, oh, man, really? Like, he's like, yeah, like, I don't have any money. I'm like, okay, you're in the race. That's I mean, tough. the guy, the guy. As everyone, every privateer can give you a call and say the same shit then. I know, but tell us what you saw. So today, A-Ray's got bad wrists, right? We all know that. Yeah. And so he can't, today at press day, he pulled off. He so, can't, yeah. I'm but, a big fantasy guy. You guys know this. I love fantasy. Oh, yeah, you're huge. You're huge. But if you're going to pick A-Ray, here's a really good way to watch if A-Ray's going to make the main or not. So, race day live, or you're there watching practice, if he is doing practice, does a few hot laps, and then if he sticks his bad wrist down and warms it up on the muffler, you're fucked. <laughs> Get out. Don't pick him. His wrist is jacked. Yeah, he uses his exhaust to, to warm Warms the, it up? Warm the yeah, joint. He, my wrist, man, it's cold. It hurts. I got arthritis. What? I got arthritis. That's what he says. Arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like women's Sounds about right. So I'm going to let A-Ray in, and Chiz is going to start backwards, and I got Wageman in on a 250F, and I may have a circus bear and a lobster claw boy and everything else. Pulpy. So, right. Pulpy. Pulpy the beaver, he's going to be on a 450. <laughs> yeah. Any Bassets? Uh, here's the thing, though. So I don't know if you guys saw the point standings on Instagram that I post. Anybody see that post, the standings? Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I muted you. Yeah. So Stank is in it. Are you going to let him go? Hell no. Should I go talk to him? Yeah, yeah. So Stank's going to qualify for it. The only thing I'm at is like, okay, do I let him race and then just be like, hey, man, JT's sister's jeans told me not to pay you. That's Why kinda, is it my fault? That's kind of fucked up yeah, to let him that. race and then not pay him. So I'm going to be yeah, like, don't blame me. He'll yeah. have his whole army burning I, my I house down. But <laughs> what I'm saying is like, hey, man, you can't race. Like, sorry, bro. You should have really thought about. Has he even asked? No, okay. but he told Blair he was going to race. So he's I don't gonna, know. He's just going to roll up. Can you imagine? That's oh, great. Guess who's working the fucking race now? You are. Right. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Tech Inspection. Oh, shit. Pookie, hey, what's up? Uh, Pookie's holding the 30-second board, but she's, on the, she's not sure about that. Right. Because she thinks she's going to trip and get run over. She really is doing this? Yeah. Oh, wow. Heather is going to do the uh, main event across right. the – She'll walk across. Walk across the front. And, uh, yeah. yeah, she's on the yeah, clock. He 
Heather's got fastest lap of the race. Heather's got 22 phones. Can I do something? Can I throw the checkers? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Heather knows her truth, by the way. She knows her truth. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we're. This is going to be a. I want to do something. Okay, uh, I'm in. Yeah, we have a we have a podium is celebration. Like four or something. Four forty-five. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, next I'm week. In. Okay, I'm going to Rogan right after that. Oh, okay. We'll right. Learn my truth. Um, so we a couple things too for the race tomorrow. We don't know for sure, and I didn't notice this today, but we got word that the truck carrying the podium uh, hit an overpass. Apparently, and then the, I think the driver like took off. Took off. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm out of here. So. There may be no podium tomorrow. What? This is what we heard. Wow. I mean, it's not always the most reliable thing. I, I was, like, we got a text. Uh, yeah, the Supercross podium's underneath the 495. It ain't going to make it. Wow. Yeah. Hey, so, we're going live to the 495. Uh, it's, it's really windy out here. Here's yeah. the podium. There's a bunch of bums on a podium. Daniel, you there? Yeah. Hey, everybody, I'm here at the podium. <laughs> Kristen Beat's standing like 30 yards away from the podium. There's a bunch of interviewing homeless, guy, somebody. homeless guys on the podium holding up, holding hey, up dead Harry, cats. Hey, <laughs> yeah, so so that's something interesting. So keep an eye on that uh, for tomorrow as well. And then, of course, nothing would uh, complete the first half of this show without a story about Phil Nicoletti, oh. which is always great. Our buddy Phil. Uh, oh, I got a story. So, too. oh, what do you got? I, oh, I you tell him. your story in a second. So, our buddy Phil. You guys love Phil Nicoletti? Yeah. I mean, he's not NESC, but he may as well be, right? He's fucking New York, and his attitude is perfect. So, our buddy Phil. You saw the crash. Everybody saw the crash. Fuck, so he broke his arm, and this is just so Phil. I call him. I'm like, Phil, what, what are you doing? He's like, ah, I got three opinions. And I'm like, okay. He goes, the first doctor in California. I'm not going to talk like him. First doctor said, hey, man, he's got a plate in his arm for 17 years from, from a break, right? So the first doctor in California is like, dude, no problem. I'll dig out the screws in the old plate. I'll put a longer plate in. Plate your arm. You'll be back in five weeks. Phil's like, oh, that sounds sweet. Then he went to a doctor on the East Coast, the one that did his knee, and the doctor's like, dude, no fucking way. That plate will be calcified over. I'll be drilling and knocking in there like a, you know, like a construction, like a Home Depot. So why did he go to a second doctor? Well, I think he was. it the doctor that was going to do the work? Because, like, if I get that answer, oh, schedule me up. Oh, no, no. For me, as a professional racer, I'm getting a few You're opinions. going to several doctors. I got a few opinions on my EBV diagnosis. That's yeah. like a super hot chick coming up to me and said, hey, I like the way you look. I'd be like, fuck yeah. No, you're you, not going online. No, like, what you do is you put her you on hold and you look, look for a Twitter poll. Right. Yeah. So anyways, the second doctor. No way, bro. That bone, that plate will be calcified over. I'm going to have to fucking grind and hack and drill and you're going to be in so much pain. That's not going to work. I'm going to just cast your arm. You'll be back in, you know, eight weeks and it'll heal naturally. It's not a bad break and whatever. So I'm like, fuck, Phil. Like, you know, that's two opposite opinions. What'd right. you do? He goes, I got in third. All right. Well, who'd you, what'd the third doctor say? He said he didn't know. True story. So, fucking Phil. Phil's got... So even, what are we doing? I don't know. Even with an injury, like, he's fucked. He, he, he doesn't know what to do. Wow. He's not sure what, what's going on and everything. So, yeah, it's just great. Like That makes my story even better because yeah. I didn't know that even went on. Yeah, so he, as of now, I don't know if Philip has decided what he's going to do for a certain... How he's going to get his arm fixed. Wow. So I'm at the track this week testing with the KYB guys, and, you know, Phil's getting help with KYB stuff, and... Uh, I'm talking to the KYB guy, and the guy's like, oh, man, it's been a rough week. I'm like, oh, what's going on at the shop? He's like, nah, shop's okay, but Phil's suspensions got stolen in the mail. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he shipped it, and then it came, his box came to us, but there's no suspension in there. So then I text Phil, and I go, rough week, huh? 
And he's like, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> well, get this. So I talked to Gilmore today about it, too. Of course, Phil just took the standard $50 insurance yeah. from USPS. Yes. He's not paying for extra insurance. Right? So, so there's been several meetings at KYB this week about how they're going to solve this problem. Right, right. But Phil is not going to pay extra. Today I ran into a lady leaving the track. She goes, where's Phil? I'm like, oh, he got hurt. He, he's not here. He got hurt. She goes, yeah, I know, but I thought he would come anyways. And I'm like, no, I guess not. She's like, what, is he a pussy? <laughs> I love it, dude. Fucking That's New awesome. England fans. I, I immediately texted Phil, and then he was like, what, what does she look like? And then we went into that deal, but, but that was We awesome. never put up with that shit in Wooster. Yeah. Fucking KJ and Botton race with no arms. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. Dowdy's out there at 63 years old. <laughs> yeah, so I love it. Phil was, Phil was chirped by a lady who, he's not even here, and he was chirped. I, I absolutely love it. That's I, I, one of my favorite stories of the weekend already. So it's going to be fantastic. Justin Brayton and Keith Johnson coming up as well. We're going to hear about KJ and the slap of JT, of course. That'll be fantastic. Uh, we're going to have a brief intermission right now. Go back, get some drinks. We'll get some drinks. We'll be back with Justin Brayton, Keith Johnson, and more. Thanks for coming out. See you in like 10, 15 minutes, everybody. Look, we got a report from the uh, from the front there. You got, they're very happy with the booze sales tonight. Yeah. Shocking for our crowd. Shocking. Very happy with the booze sales. But thanks for checking out, everybody. Appreciate it. Um, Steve wanted to take a longer break because his EBV was flaring up, but I said we got to get back down there. I got low T. I got EBV. I, I need help. I need help. Absolutely. I, I wish. Well, I do wish you didn't have it because I want you to feel better, but God, I wish you didn't have it so I didn't have to hear about it all the time. <laughs> Listen, man, it's, it's tough to do. All right, let's, uh, let's move this thing along. Let's, uh, let's talk to a guy who's actually racing tomorrow night. Yeah. He, is, he is winding his career down, a, a legendary career, fly racing rider, of course, and uh, a guy who had a most unlikely career in the sport, for sure. Let's get Justin Brayton up, everybody. Moto Woo! Concepts, Moto Concepts, Smart Top, Honda's Justin Brayton. Really appreciate him coming in. What are you doing? Oh. JB, if we can get the house lights down too, that'd be great. Thanks, Jen. Uh, What's up, guys? Yeah, Justin Brady. How's it going? I, I, we've been trying to... Hold on, hold on. Oh. Before further ado, I do have a Phil Nicoletti update. Oh, okay. He's casted up. I saw him this week. Okay. He's casted up. He's miserable. Yeah. <laughs> I asked him to come out and be my riding coach for the day. He said, no way. He sucks too bad. He can't even do a triple in a rhythm lane. So <laughs> that's a Nicoletti update for you so, guys. Is he not doing the plate? Is he going to stick with the cast? Do He's we just know? doing the cast. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. So that's, that's the update. Yeah. Uh, so we're going with the eight weeks. Can't get in there. You'll be no. calcified. No, that's it. Yeah. He's hoping for six. Uh, you know, moto guys, right? Yeah. Doctor said eight. Ah, I'll be back in I'll be back four to five. Uh, look, JB, we, we wanted to get you. One of, we've done a bunch of these this year, the live shows, and you always have a team dinner on Friday nights, which is, is really cool. So I'm stoked you made it to this one because this is our last Supercross live show. And, of course, you're winding down your career. So thank you, man. Thanks for coming out. What yeah, a career. yeah. Ha happy to be here. What, yeah. a, what a career. Uh, so what about this day race tomorrow? How are we feeling about a day race? Track walk, 530 in the morning. <laughs> you guys aren't going to like this, or you're not going to like this. I side with JT. Oh, yes. God. That's dude. all I got to say. I side Just with JT. The vibe, the, you know what? I will say the, 
the Atlanta Speedway race was oh. really, really fun to ride. Oh. I didn't know because I went, uh, I was injured last year, so I just went down to watch. And I didn't know, like, watching, I'm like, I don't know if I like that track. And, yep. and uh, But talking to a few riders, like, oh, it's so fun to ride. It was really, really fun to ride. Yeah. But <laughs> I do, I like the vibe of opening ceremonies, the night, well, the, all of it. When the house lights come down. <laughs> And the music goes on. I want to like go streaking across the stadium floor. Like I want to lose is, my shit. I mean, hard cut. You you know you're a supercross guy. I, I expect this out of you. You you know you're a supercross guy. So of course you like that. But but hey, you've been in opening ceremonies this year. They got a really cool video. Been riding out with your kid at times. Uh, really really neat moments for, for to sure, treasure, yeah. right? Yeah, super fun moments. And can I we mean, get some I've Van been... Halen? Can you ask them to play Van Halen? I'd like more like to, uh, maybe some Jason Aldean or, or like some country stuff. You know, Luke Combs yeah, maybe, some Morgan Wallen. All right. Anyways, go on. Yeah. Uh, Disappointing. So I, I'm with Sad. JT. I, I'm not a big yeah. fan of the day races. Like if I'm taking a new, say, a family member or something, yeah. or, or I always use the, like my wife's family, they knew nothing about racing. If I take them to a day race, it's like, oh, that was kind of cool. You take them to the, the Georgia Dome or Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta – at night, which we don't go there anymore, but I'm just yeah. using that as an example. Right. Opening ceremonies, lasers, pyro, uh, they're what, having a good what, time it, drinking. It, it feels like a real sport. Like an event. It it's feels like, like a, a real yeah. sport What are me. you guys, cats with the lasers? You're no. just running around? Like, <laughs> but, but you're like, just like, oh, my God, a laser. And maybe, like, what, whoa. What, whoa. Yeah, speaking of laser. Wow. Laser, yeah. laser, laser, yeah. laser. Where, where are you at, Kiefer? You're a racer. You're so I, I'm more interested in watching you guys ride. I'm more okay, like insert, okay. insert in, like, the technicality of it. Okay, everything. so take that out. Take watching Tomac's shot go through the whoops of, like, ooh, I think he's a little more high speed yeah, there. Exactly. <laughs> take yeah. that out of it. Okay. Uh, now, I just the fan. If, like, you bring people, it is cool to have the night vibe. I just don't like the word vibe. I'm not going to use the word. <laughs> <laughs> it's, he's not vibe and vibe. He's no. not. No. I'm in. Um, by the way, before we get too far into this, again, I appreciate you coming out. No Wygant either. And you no, still I, made it. I, like, was, I was surprised on that text. I, I mean, I, I'm waiting for is he Is he out there somewhere? I mean, <laughs> he's really not here? No, he's, I think, he's in your hotel room right now. Think, Don't worry. I think yeah. A&W had a two-for-one deal by yeah. his house, so he <laughs> yeah. wasn't going anywhere. Was, his exact was, words were in the text. I like Brayton, but I love money. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. That's what he said. Because oh, nice, so, nice. he's got a street bike racing gig somewhere. Yeah. So um, Has he found anyone to mow his lawn yet? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Did you guys so, see that tweet? <laughs> yeah, no, he he, can't mow his lawn. he doesn't he's, pay he's a lawnscaper, so he's got to mow his lawn. But of yeah, course, lawnscaper, <laughs> landscaper. Did you say a lawnscaper? <laughs> you know what? That wouldn't be a wet, bad word for it, lawnscaper. Because it, it is it's not a word. That's hey, you know, it is. Brayton, do you hang up your own Christmas lights? You know what? I did the first year. Uh huh. I did, and, and I had a lot of fun. Like I was like, man, this is so <laughs> cool. And then I had to put them away. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. So I paid somebody to come. That's do why it. I yeah. said lawnscaper, JT. That's why. Yeah. yeah. What? Lawnscaper. Why do you hang your own? No, he pays some guy to hang up his Christmas lights. For See, him. I do now. So do you I'm, know I'm how many accidents happen from gentlemen falling off ladders, uh, hanging Christmas lights? I've never even put up a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Talking and to this guy. those guys. So it took me, I don't know, uh, three days to hang my lights up. It took them. 30 minutes right, to right, do the same right. thing. Like, and, yeah. and also Hired. talking about our buddy Weege, I don't know if you guys heard this. Kiefer tipped the valet $20. Wygant had a heart attack. <laughs> Wygant couldn't believe it. He was losing his mind. And then, of course, last week we went to dinner with, with a guy from Yamaha, uh, a real nice guy of ours, Doogie from Yamaha, and parking was $20. 
uh, it was just a valet, like not even valet. There's pay us 20 bucks to park. Cash only. So I give him 20 bucks. Wygant gives him 20 bucks when he comes up. At the end of the dinner, Doogie from Yamaha is like, let me pay you guys back $20 for your parking. And there's no receipt. It was like literally like a carny ticket. Yeah. And, and I go, no, dude. Like, Yamaha has done enough. It gives me a bike to ride. Like, no way. Right. It's 20 bucks. It's 20 bucks. Yeah. I got it. Why well, can't grab that 20? <laughs> like, it was the last 20 on earth. And he keeps going. And I said, really, why can't? And he's like, you can expense cash. He's a big wig. He can expense cash. I'm like, I don't think you can. Like, I worked at Yamaha. Not with a, the little red ticket. Like, the, you know, like, yeah. like you're. I admit one. You just qualified right. to win a stuffed animal. Right. So, and Wygant keeps, I keep saying on the group text, I can't believe you took, is this 20 bucks? Wygant's like, you can expense it. I know you can. Don't worry. <laughs> That's how he makes it, right? Right, right, right. It's unbelievable, That's the great. guy. That's yeah. great. But JB, uh, all right, so you're wrapping up your career. Three races to go. Well, you'll do some World Supercrosses and things like that, but 190 career starts for you in Supercross. Is that what I have right yeah, now? Yeah, 190. Really? 190. How about that? So, wow. so I'm sorry. You'll be at 190 after Salt Lake. So let's, okay, keep, yeah, let's keep it on yeah. two wheels. Okay. Uh, you'll be tied for Larry Ward for fifth all time. Nick Way, 192. Really? Ooh. Can we do? Can we get into fourth all time with a couple? I mean, the hard part is then you do four, and then you're like, ooh, 200. Six more. <laughs> uh, let's do six. Oh, right. I've already done uh, right. eight this year. Might yeah. as well do all of them. So The only guys ahead of you, Michael Rocco, of course, Chad Reed, Wyndham, so, yeah. and Nick Way. Yeah, so you can get there. names, yeah. Pretty cool. 109, that's crazy. I feel like I've done five. I feel like <laughs> me and JT are still battling at Lake County Fair in Chicago. No, no. no, those, no. Those, that was a whole long time ago. Well, it's, it's incredible. Your career is amazing. It, it actually, absolutely deserves a lot of applause. You've done a great job. One Daytona, of course. Ten podiums, one win, 45 top fives in your career. So that's all fantastic stuff. Not bad for an arena cross guy, right? Well, this yeah, is what I was going to say. This is from a guy who broke into arena cross in Des Moines. Yeah. You were just like helping to make the main event and you had a fro. Did you have the fro yeah, back then? Yeah, I had a fro then. Oh yeah. yeah you had the fro. Oh, yeah. Frosted tips, the whole bit. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, and, and here you are, man. Like, yeah, yeah pretty crazy. amazing. I tell people all the time that 2001 Des Moines arena cross. Did you race that year, JT? I was racing Bradshaw? Supercross on a Husky. It was fantastic. No, but wouldn't you normally do the like, because Des Moines was always November. No, I, I, I didn't, oh, you do, didn't that. do that. I didn't do that. I was, in, so I was always in Europe. It was the year that Damon Bradshaw came back, Factor Yamaha, all this, a big hype, him coming back. Yep. Obviously, he was a, a childhood hero of mine. And um, so first heat race of the night. Well, actually, rewind a little bit. I showed up on stock suspension. Yes. Literally bone stock suspension. Yes. I'm not kidding. Right. I don't even think we set the sag. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know what sag was at the time. Sorry, Kiefer. It was bad. Disgusting. <laughs> I had Renthal 997s on, though, which I still have on my bike today. So threw some handlebars on it. Go there. And Des Moines Arena Cross, it typically, like, Heath Voss and, and sometimes JT and all these Supercross guys would show Nick up. Nick Way you know, would do it a little bit. Nick yeah. Way would yep. do a lot of yep. them. So there was, like... I don't know, 100 and something guys. So to even make the night show was pretty cool. So I did that, and uh, I was fastest in practice out of everybody. Buddy Antonez, Denny yeah. Stevenson, Bradshaw, everyone, fastest in practice. I don't know how. And then first heat race of the night, I hole shot. Bradshaw passes me. I pass him back. I'm throwing up in my helmet. I win the heat race, and I'm like, <laughs> you're throwing up. I'm throwing I'm so nervous. I'm, well, Zach Osborne. There's a combination of things. I'm probably super out of shape because it's November in Iowa. Guess what? I haven't ridden in a couple months. Right. And I was nervous. Yeah. I mean, it was Damon Bradshaw. Right, right. I'm this, like, I'm a senior in high school at the time. So right then, that night, I was like, 
oh, my gosh, like, these guys are human, you know? Yeah. So that's when I decided, all right, I think I could maybe do this. And this is still just at an arena cross level. I'm like, man, I could maybe race arena cross. You won, cross. like, I 400 think, bucks. You're just stoked. Oh, I think I made, like, a couple grand oh, that okay. weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, Arena yeah. cross yeah. was pretty yeah. good money then. Right. And, um, like, man, I went back to my high school. I'm like, I'm the richest dude here. I'm, from, <laughs> like, I'm racing arena cross. And uh, so, yeah, so then fast forward to that summer, my parents are like, all right, you graduated high school. We'll help you out for for the winter to move to California to kind of pursue my dream, yeah. I guess. And and if you make it, awesome. Get a ride. Start making some money. If not, come back, go to college yeah. or start pouring concrete or right, working construction. Right. Yeah, so, do whatever. Here we are, 190. Yeah, and a Daytona. Yeah. Of course, I mean, you're Daytona specialist. We all knew he was going to yeah, capture. Yeah, big. We all, knew, we all knew you were going to get a <laughs> Daytona before you wrapped it up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I try, and I tried to pump this up at Daytona this year. And we talked about it, like, practice didn't go that well. But, like, we're good. We're going to figure it out. But Daytona didn't go that well this year. Like, no, I we tried didn't figure to figure it work, out, JT. No, I tried, I tried to work the magic. <laughs> it just wasn't there. I mean, the fact you won Daytona was amazing. And Wygant was the first person that hugged you after yeah, Daytona. I mean, all of it. It's that just, is true. It's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but, no, uh, it, very unlikely career. I want to know, though. So, I don't think it was that first year because, obviously, you're a kid from Iowa. But soon you joined the arena cross ranks, Paul Lindsay, Motor World. Yeah. And now you're hanging out with Budman and Denny. Oh, yeah. And how's that? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, well, so I got picked up by Motor World, yeah. Paul Lindsay, and it was a two-year deal. The first year was arena cross. Second year was guaranteed supercross deal. Okay. But this was after I was on uh, the Honda team. It was mm -hmm. Tamer Honda at the time, teammates with Buddy Antonez. And... I, I love Bud, man. Like, he's been amazing. Yeah. But I learned a lot of stuff what to do and a lot of stuff what not to do. <laughs> You're like, these all are in the same seat. Maybe all in the same day. You're like, these are arena cross guys. Yeah. They're blood alcohol limit. <laughs> to start but I the will next say, Bud, man, he was super focused. I'll never forget when he was factory Suzuki in arena cross, I would look over and he had bald hair, you know, and he was leaning up against the wall just – like, I'm like, what is he? He's got number one on his plate. Is he sleeping? Like, is he taking a nap in the pits? Because everyone would pit inside, you know? And later on, he told me he'd visualize all 20 laps in his mind. And if you know Bud, man, like, he's super, super focused. So yeah. I learned that side of him. Like, yeah. he's, you know, he would go to John Tomac's house and, and train with him and do boot camps. But they also love to have some fun. They, Especially they did. when they when we got around Denny. Yeah. Then it was game <laughs> so on. So Denny, Denny was Debo was yeah. dragging yeah. him down. Yeah. So I was 18, 19 at the time hanging right. out with these guys. So, yeah, it was fun. Oh, that, that's awesome. Yeah, that, that's uh, quite a career to come from Arena Cross to where you are, especially I love the stock suspension story. It, it, in the whoops. It yeah, worked good, good, Kiefer. It really? worked good. Really? Ruddy, Des Moines, oh, right down so the middle of the whoop. Yeah, stuff. soft. Oh, it was uh, nice. Where did you get your style from? Because when I watch you ride, elbows are bent all the time. You always have good posture. Did you, have a, did you emulate anybody growing up? No, I never had a riding coach. I mean, my, my stepdad would always say, you know, if we – I guess just really didn't have the money to go to, you know, a Donnie Hansen riding school or any riding school. So I just studied. I watched film. I still watch film all the time. And um, I watched film of guys even back in RJ and Matasevich and Bradshaw. Ferry? And then, you watch much Tim Ferry? Uh, I, I didn't watch Ferry. Uh, oh, no that. wonder why. You only yeah. won one race. <laughs> um, and then obviously Chad and, like, the way Chad would go through whoops and then the way James would go through whoops. And, and, um, and I watched myself a lot. So from – the time I started racing, like when I was on 50s, my mom videoed every single race until the day I turned pro. I still have all the wow. videos because she said she was too nervous, so she'd, like, watch it through a camera. Super busy. 
So I would like this, we'd load up in the Suburban or whatever we were driving to the race, and I'd instantly watch myself on the big camera, you know. And uh, so I was just constantly watching myself. I'm like, ah, oh, my elbow's low there. Why am I so far back on the bike? And just studied, and I still love to do it today. I mean, I'm watching Presti today, like, trying to learn. I mean, the way Chase Sexton goes through rhythm lanes and stuff, I'm just like, that's crazy. I got to be more like that, at, even at 38 years old. So who do you think has the sickest style nowadays as you watch? Um... I think style is so – it's so broad because – A-Ray? Like it, no, not A-Ray. <laughs> A-Ray. Yeah, that's broad. <laughs> I th- what was my quote, I think, at one of the races at Seattle? Oh, like, yeah, you, you said you were up in a press box, and you're like, uh, um, I know if I rode, if, if like, I rode like A-Ray, I would be so scared. Yeah, I'd be so scared every lap. I'm like – I'm scared. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not right. riding. I'm right. scared. Um. Because you think of good riders, right? Good, even Villeman back in the day, really good rider, but you wouldn't look at his style and say, oh, my goodness. So I look at more of like a ceiling of like how their technique can take them further and further. And I, I just look at Chase, honestly. Right. Like it's, you know, it's a cliche answer, but he looks so neutral on the bike. But is, what's a little bit strange about it is it looks so awesome, and then it doesn't. Right. Bang, and it doesn't. So that's like, and that's it's no knock saying. on him, that's but it's saying. like, yeah. yeah, but it's like weird little crashes. Yeah. I think he'll figure it out. And then, obviously, Jet, um, Hunter has really good posture, like, neutral on the bike. So, uh, I think there's a lot of – and these, you know, these training facility kids that right. have been trained technique from the time they were just out of diapers, they've all got great technique. We were talking about this on the Pulp Show on Monday, and it's like, who the fuck is showing these – why are they revving the fuck out of their bikes in <laughs> yeah. the air? All know. of them. All of them. I you just know. listen to them. Did you hear Barsha's bike Barsha. today? Barsha. Yeah, Dude, Barsha. yeah. I just – Barsha start. I think Barsha started it because when he turned, when he was number one fifty one on a Geico Honda, I was like, "What the hell is this kid doing?" And yeah. I think everyone has emulated him, and it's insane to Maybe. listen to these guys. And, and it sounds I, super I fast. Feel, I deal with it all the time with my kid. Your kid it drives Aiden. me insane. Yeah. Does he rev? Oh my god! There'll be a corner yeah. like the landing's right here, and the corner's right there. And he lands. Nothing. I'm like, what's that doing? You're costing me money. <laughs> yeah. He rubbed in the air and then let off when he yes. landed. Yeah, in the air, he's wide open. Then come in the and turn, he just comes. He's off. I'm like, what is that about? It's Barsha. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually says it's Barsha. Yeah, and he, I'll see him in the corner. Like, we'll talk about it. And he'll be dapping his homie. Yeah, yeah, it's Barsha. was sick. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, JB, so we were talking off the top of the show. Do you have any getting your ass kicked at Southwick stories? Um... <laughs> Do you have the, any the like the biggest so- Southwick memory that comes to mind is actually I I got a podium there, but it was the year that Dungey's bike oh, like yeah. he missed the start. Yeah, yeah. Remember pouring down yep. the rain, nasty, gnarly conditions. And you know, Steve, I'm a I'm a sand specialist. Oh yeah, we know specialist. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I podium that day. Right. And um, or third, the second mode, I think went five three or something. Um, so that's kind of my South. I actually really enjoyed Southwick. I yeah, really you did. never. Okay, so you weren't like no, hating I never, it. Yeah. I mean, I got really tired there some days, like a really <laughs> hot day. Southwick is brutal. Uh, but if you can get a flow around that track, it's so fun. And that's right. why the locals are so good. They're, they have this flow to it that once you can get in that flow, which it's hard to get if you don't, if you've never felt right. it or haven't been in it. Uh, but once you get that flow, it's like you can do. So you an never hour had a 45 year old John Dow just go by you? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that's not a bad day because right, right. if you're anywhere around down yeah. at Southwick, you're doing right. all right. You're all right, so, yeah. yeah. Did you ever do that warm-up race the week before? I never before? did, no. Okay, because JT was, yeah. yeah. It's a good idea. Don't, don't go. Don't it's kind of like the same thing about 
you know, everybody does Daytona replica tracks every year. Yeah. I'm like, why would I put myself in absolute misery for the whole week before? And then the track's nothing like it. No, it's not. And I, I was wondering why. I was on the starting line. I was, like, looking around, and everybody's, like, snickering. And I'm like, who are these assholes laughing at? Yeah, yeah. Like, they knew. Yeah. The head kicking that everybody was about to <laughs> take, right? It was like, they're like, yeah. Because the track, like you said, is totally different. Mm-hmm. It's rough as shit. And the only time it was close was in uh, 04 when uh, Steve Whitelock had the great idea, like, we're just going to leave all the tracks rough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So the track from the weekend before, they left it. Then all week, then Saturday started from the last lap really? of, of Sunday. Ugh. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. That I was, remember that was uh, it, though. Uh, Brayton, you told a funny story, and it, it, hopefully, well, I kind of talk shit on you, but we're going to tell anyway. That's okay. I'm okay. used to it. It's fine. You told me one time when early in your career, you were like looking at JT, Subway Honda days, right? Oh, Joe yeah. Olaf, and you were outdoors, and you were like, man, like if I could just have a career like Jason Thomas, totally. a solid journeyman, you know, outside yeah. the just 10 to 15, yeah. you were yeah, I mean, Naps number 30-something. Yeah. Oh, he was 30s, just, all of them. He yeah, was covered all just the 30s. Put JT at thir- from 30 to 39, just his name's going to be somewhere in yes, there for yes, sure, 100%. Yes, yes, And he was solid. Like, right. he was a guy that I, you know, was just out of reach. Like, I couldn't quite beat him when I first came in to, to race motocross. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I w- definitely wasn't looking at Ricky and those guys. Like, I mean, they flat <laughs> right, me. Right. Me neither. A couple times. And <laughs> I do, I told this story one time, too. Ricky was there. We were doing something, and, uh. Uh, Binghamton, which, by the way, maybe the worst track in the history of <laughs> I love that track. Easy. We're, we're close to Yeah, Binghamton. it's fun. I love the wood I chips South- and the What hills. are we closest to here? Southwick? I do, I really like Southwick. But Binghamton, uh, any Binghamton fans out there? I liked it. Really? Yeah, you guys I liked it. Maybe just because I was so bad there. Maybe that's it. <laughs> so I'm on a 252 stroke. This is when, like, it was, you know, is the four-stroke better? Is the two-stroke better? I rode there with my buddy. So I'm all by my – picture me. 19 years old, racing a national all by myself. No mechanic, no nothing. So I go out and Carmichael. You, you went there by yourself? No, with a buddy, he said. Oh, oh okay. buddy. Okay. No, no, yeah. but it was, a, he was a privateer kid, and he had his dad there, and it was just me okay. by myself. Wow. So Ricky comes around to lap me, and it was in the front section. You know, there's like the a super cross, cross section, yeah, section yeah. whatever. Yeah. You did some jumps, turned left, and I think maybe some whoops or whatever, and right. And I let, uh, he went around me, and as soon as he got into that right-hand turn, as soon as he hit the rut, literally, I mean, he was wide open. As soon as he started to lean wide open, I'm like, yeah, I'll never be like that. I'll never do that. <laughs> I mean, like, I would, most people, and everybody here, right, you've probably ridden, or a lot of you, you go through the rut, kind of coast through it, and then, like, you get on it on yeah. the exit. Literally, his front tire hit the rut, and he was wide open. I couldn't believe it. Hey, this not no, like I Aiden, couldn't believe where it. Aiden was coasting. He yeah. was actually wide no, he open. Was actually, right. no, his clutch was out, not right. like A-Ray with his clutch in. His yeah. clutch was actually out. Hey, no joke. Like, it was either 03 or 04. I, I think it was 04. I don't know. It doesn't matter. One of those years, okay, I had a pretty good day. I remember getting 10th, whatever, which was – I was happy with it. Strong so day. Is that Southwick like or what? No, Red Bull. Oh, okay, Red it's Bull. Red Bull. Yeah, but yeah. Ricky, okay. Right. So I'm like, 10th, good. Like, overall, it's fine. Leave there, whatever. And we used to get the sheets, right? You get the AMA sheets and you have the lab times, whatever. And I would always study it, like, where was I good, bad? Were other guys better than me at the beginning? Whatever. You study all that stuff. Ricky's best lap versus my best lap. 15 seconds. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and you got 10th. You're 15. You're and, okay, like, to be fair, the lap times are super long. Like, yeah. it, he did a 237 and I did, like, a 252. So it was super long, but still – like, yeah. I got 10th. 15 <laughs> seconds. And you imagine, like, you know how fast you're going. Like, 
how am I going to make it? I mean, I'm going for it. Like everything I've got, right? Like all I've got. And, and, but to Justin's point, you watch him when he would go by and you're like, what the fuck? Like, like, pardon my language, but that's what you're, that's the thought in your head. He's he's in a different race. He's doing a different sport. And the thing is, even from second place, he was in a different race. Yeah. His whole career. Right. right. Yeah. The race he lapped second place, Millville 06. Yeah. Yeah. 36 seconds a lap faster than me. <laughs> really? 36 funny, seconds JT a lap. Knows this. <laughs> Were you at that one? Did you? I was watching. Or no, I did race. I was Motor World. I and, did race. Uh, I was watching. Yeah, <laughs> something. Uh, first lap sand whoops, electrical issue or something. Because did Hepler win 250 class that yeah. day? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was uh, watching. and it's, yeah. You got lucky then because it sucked. It's just I was, an, I was it, glad. High, high yeah. point 97, the mudder that Bradshaw won. Maybe the worst mudder I've ever seen. My rider, Ty Birdwell. He just decided he didn't want to ride that day, and I was like, sweet. Yeah, exactly. So, like, he did, like, two laps, pulled it in. Second moto, I got the bike already, but it wasn't that bad because he only did two laps. Yeah. And he went up the gate and came in two laps, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to watch from here. And I watched from the mechanics area, Bradshaw Pass, Larry Ward and everything. But luckily for me as a mechanic, my guy sucked and had no intention of racing. <laughs> it was great. I didn't have to do anything. It was yeah. worse than Millville? Yeah, oh, I think wow. so. Really? I think 90- so that, that mud race. Do you think 97 was worse than Millville? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Well, different, very, very different. Yeah, yeah. So Millville was like the stickiest, slipperiest shit I've ever ridden on in my yeah. life. South or Mount Morris was like water, yeah. like just running yeah. water, right? Yeah. But if you go back and you watch that Mount Morris race, when Bradshaw passes Larry Ward going up to that yep. triple, 17-year-old high school me is in the background getting out of the way. Like I'm getting lapped yeah, for the yeah. 17th time right, in the right, moto, right. like in the background, <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, it was uh, – and I remember uh, too, Southwick, speaking of Southwick too, when I was at Yamaha – Chad beat Ricky in one moto. What happened? How the fuck did that happen? Ricky crashed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because uh, I remember Chad went, being very cocky. Well, that was the first moto he had lost all year. <laughs> yes. Right. And yes. so Ricky goes over the bars. Okay, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, coming yeah. down, like uh, you come out of the back over the section. Finish line? Oh, finish line. Okay. No, it was, oh, bef- oh. It was before this gentleman. That. This gentleman. I, 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 trust right, me. Well, I was in Chad Reed's ecos- ecosphere okay, at that time, okay, and I watched right. that race about 150 times. Coming out of the back section before you go right, then left, then the old finish line. Just crashes. What it wasn't a huge deal, but yeah. second moto, Chad comes out like, it's my season now. Shaved head. Like, shaved his head in between motos. And I'm like, oh, what? God. Really? In between motos? Yeah, yeah. Shaved his head in between motos. Like, it's on now. And Ricky just <laughs> wow. stomped his ass. <laughs> Ricky, right. The second moto. Ricky, Ricky at Southwick was just, I mean, James was good. But Ricky at Southwick was next level. I mean, yeah, we're yeah, Ricky yeah. and I. I'm, I'm like thinking, like, so. yeah, you guys are tied. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Some might of, want to get your hair back because you just got your ass kicked that same <laughs> moto. Some of the gnarliest crashes I've seen on film has been at Southwick. Like, just guys having the longest indos or James, James yeah. indoing. Like, yeah. it's yeah. been crazy. Yeah, it's been good for sure. We just did a re-raceables coming out soon with Matt Gerke win. Oh, Matt yeah. Gerke yeah, win, yeah. yeah. Yamaha Factory Yamaha. Yeah, and Chad ate shit over the Burner finish line so on that. Pissed. Yeah, Burner was. Oh bad. my god, Burner so pissed. Well, they were battling. They're battling it out for the win. Chad should have won. Like Chad was easily the best guy, but Burner, like they were back and forth, last lap, whatever. And he, like the fact that he didn't get an overall win because of Gurky, I don't know that he'll ever recover. (laughs) Like still to this day, I don't know that he's recovered. Uh, Did Burner win a moto? Four fifty? No, motocross moto. Burner won a moto on a Geico Honda on a one twenty five. Yeah, one twenty five. Oh, cool. Uh, Justin, so World Supercross in your future, right? Possibly, yeah. And I just saw uh, a tweet from, I think, Mike Alessi did an uh, interview and said maybe he might jump into World Supercross. Y'all could be a teammate. The 800. No, I, don't, I don't think so. I think, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Don't so. All right. Well, I'm just going on a tweet. I said the yeah. 800 said he could be back in. Yeah. Oh, love it. 
Um, so percent chances you do the World Supercross? Is it 100? Are we at 100%? Are we, are we doing this? <laughs> I mean, you talking this year, end of this year? Yeah, like whenever we're doing it, five race series or whatever. Oh, at the end of this year, yeah, probably 99.99. Okay, so you're, you're, yeah. So. yeah. All right, so uh, that'll be interesting. They're going to go all over the world on that. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty cool. Well, so. this year it'll be, what, four or five races? Yeah. So yep. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> why not? I don't have quite enough money in my account, so why not? I mean, I get it. Um, it's yeah. pretty amazing for him, like, as all of us that ride dirt bikes, you have a career like Justin's. You can sit back, coming from where you come from, and, like, wow, I created a life racing dirt bikes. It's almost – I know oh, you're yeah. in it still, but do you ever just look back and be like, holy shit, man, I have well, I think that's what we've a been family, homes – my whole life is because of two wheels. It's yeah. just, it's crazy. And, that, no, it hey, is and get this, crazy. he's moving back to Iowa where the yeah. money's worth double. Right. It's honestly, Chris, <laughs> great point. One of the reasons why we are moving back to Iowa because oh, I moved back. away I over what? 20 years ago. And I want to go back and like spend time with my family and, and enjoy like kind of not reap the rewards of it, but kind of, you know, my parents spent a ton of money for me to race my whole amateur career. And then I move away. I literally rent a U-Haul and drive to California and, and, um, yeah, now we're, we're moving back. And, and I really, like, people are like, oh, my gosh, the winners and this and that, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, the winners are awesome as a kid. I have three young kids that um, – I disagree. But, I'm, I mean, I'm from Manitoba, a little colder, but I disagree that the yeah. winners are awesome. Don't you think, the, like, the snow no. and four-wheelers no, really. and snowmobiles? No, and no it's terrible. Really? I it's loved so it. It's so cold. Kid. You got to put it. the block heaters in your car. You guys know what block heaters are? <laughs> he came and wear flip-flops, so he's out. Yeah. yeah. Remote start, dude. What? You're fine. Your Ridgeline has a remote start. Yeah, good point. Ridgeline does have a yeah. remote start. Yeah. So, yeah, we're moving back in, uh, in a couple months. Yeah. I already got my stuff back there. In, uh, Are you bringing the hot tub? Yeah. I'm going to get another one. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. We're breaking box. news. We're breaking news tonight. Yeah. You may get another I hot tub. I thought about taking it with me, but yeah. I sold it with the house. Oh, okay. So. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, we got the lovely Heather Kiefer here somewhere, and she is going to see if you guys have any questions for Justin Brayton or any of us on the uh, on the show, and, and maybe, perhaps, if you ask a good enough question, she will give you a polar watch. She's got wow. surprises. If, if, if the, if the question cool. is good enough, uh, put your hand up. Heather will come over and see you, and uh, if you have a question for Brayton or any of us, uh, you, you brought the better half with you, huh? Uh, yeah, made the trip. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So even her, even uh, little rever making my flight arrangements. She just came with me. Home so. life, checked you, you both in. Yeah, she was able to check you guys in. That was great. Yeah. Did you great. hear about this? Oh God. Did you hear about this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Should Wait, I? Let's keep the show moving, man. So let's keep the show moving. Had, he came to Minneapolis for the live show. Yep. On a Southwest flight, obviously time is of the essence on a Southwest yep. flight. Heather was up at three thirty in the morning to check him in. She got up out of bed to check her husband in, who couldn't apparently. Check himself in. Listen, I asked I mean, to do these things. That's a great wife. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, I'm going to do it. She gets very upset because she wants to be a part of something, right? So she wants Part to of do checking it. you in? She wants to do what it. What an experience. Hey. <laughs> I had so much fun checking you hey, in. When you, when you went to the gate, were you like, me and my wife are a part of this journey. She checked me in. <laughs> Sir, is it just you? My wife is on my shoulder. Listen, you tell her no. It, you it's seen a, her? It, I you know, I know. I, A&H, I know. Right. But, but yeah, so he... What a, okay. What, yeah, okay. I like it. I, great marriage. You got a great marriage. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Hands up. Anybody, nice work, anybody got a question for uh, Justin Brayton or any of us? Uh, take some questions. Sir, Maybe. you are ineligible for the polar watch. Yeah, yeah, sir. Yep. Was the OGO 9800 bag big enough for the two of you for this one trip? We, uh, we split it one bag this time. You did so, check yeah. a bag, yeah. though. 50 50, 9800. So, did you hear about that? I think I did Look hear it. about no that one. No one wants yeah. to hear about this yeah. kind of two, thing. Two nights he brought a 9800. Yeah, <laughs> 
Carry on, Keeper. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> uh, any other questions for Justin Brighton here? Moto Concepts. All right. Well, we have. Bring them. Come on. Let's let's well, get some our, questions. Our audience going. participation at the other rounds was much higher. But hey, yeah, question. You know what? Oh. Do you think you're going to come back next year, like part-time at all? Or maybe in the future? No. Uh, no. Dude, you're no. two away from Nick Way. Exactly. You know what's funny is Mathis, before the season, said, dude, what if you, like, come out and get, you know, get some top fives and some top tens and end up, like, seventh mm -hmm. or eighth overall on the points? Yeah. you you got to come back. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I don't think I'm coming back. And then, you're, yeah. 12, you're 12 away from well, 200. But his, his comment to me was like, hey, man. It's if I keep going, it'll end bad. Yeah. Like, so all things it, yeah. come to an end right. because they go bad. I don't care if it's relationships, whatever. Right. It goes bad, <laughs> and then guess what? It ends. So I don't want it to go bad, and then I dude, Brayton sucks. Look at him; he's in 14th. He's terrible. I, there, we have. You would say it. You we would. would. Be the guy. We would shit would he talk not you. be the guy, dude? Brayton's still out there. Oh my gosh, he's 40 we would totally years old. Shit talk Wouldn't you. he? He would be the guy. Yeah. I would shit talk you. Good job, Quentin. Give him a hand, everybody. That's a great. Idea. Well, Weege, Weege would not shit talk you, but I would. Absolutely, yeah. That's right. He's yeah. the one who talked me into coming back, and now he shit talked me because I came back. <laughs> Steve Mathis, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what a great media guy. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, holy shit, JT. Are you paying? What happened? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> Any other questions yeah. out there for JB? Oh, we got one here. We got one, one over behind right you. behind you. Are you giving those polar watches away, Heather? Are we, what are we doing? I haven't had a chance yet. Okay. You guys are talking right. so much. Was that, was that she Wayne? Talk to the polar, polar guy. guy is is that Wayne? That's Wayne. Wayne, I need a polar watch, man. Oh, wow. Now you're Ask a question to yourself, duh. Yeah. It's like Oprah. Everybody gets a watch. <laughs> um, all the teammates that you've had over the years, who's the most fun? Oh, good question. Great question, yeah. Oh, oh wait, man. Great get question gets... A polar watch. Nice. You get a polar yeah, watch. That's a really yeah, good thank you to Wayne. I mean, polar. how long do we have? Because there's been a lot of fun teammates. Like, depend what, depends at the stage of my career. Define are we, are fun. We still, yeah, define yeah. fun, exactly. Like um, maybe after dark. You know, is there any A Ray stories her. in the hotel look room? Or? When in Rome, <laughs> JB's not that way. We keep a PG <laughs> over here. Listen, there's a story. I heard a story from somebody who lived with JB early in his career in Temecula, where everybody parties, as we know. <laughs> And this gentleman was saying that we used to go out to all these parties and get hammered. We would go to these uh, uh, chicken wing places and eat, drink beer and watch the games. JB never went out. They said no. he never left his room. No, because I seen Bud Man and Denny <laughs> and this guy. Right. And that, they were all doing that. Yeah. Guess what? They weren't racing no. anymore. This guy admitted like, yeah, shit, man. He, was it oh, Willard? I took it was really it serious. What? Was it Willard? Uh, I think <laughs> it was Willard. Yeah. I think it Maybe. was Willard. Yeah, yeah. I probably I was Willard. Yeah. I can was, name that rider. Like, Willard lived with me for a little bit in yeah. California. Yeah. Whoever it was was like, JB was so good, yeah. dude. He would never come to the parties, would never go out. He just trained, rode, stayed in his room. Dude, I was really focused, like, too much. Right. Way too much. Right. Uh, yeah, like, who had the most, who'd you have the most fun with, I guess? We had a lot of fun on MDK KTM. Okay. We had a ton of fun. It was Will Hahn, Sipes, and we kind of just made fun of Gurky a lot <laughs> because Gurky was super gullible. Um, he's, he's never going to be like a. a a rocket scientist, right? He's never no. he's he's not going to cure COVID so, or do any of those things. Just, Matt Gerke. I went to Fenway Park to watch the uh, the Sox the other day. Uh, go Blue Jays! They beat the Sox. Um, and in my hotel was an MIT. How the uh, Maple Leafs Bruins thing go for you? That was Tampa. Um, oh, oh, the playoff series? Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. good. No, my not point good? is okay. there was an MIT conference at my hotel. I did not see Matt there. You didn't see Matt there? No. I didn't see Matt <laughs> there. No sign Matt Gerke presenting. I did not see yeah. Matt there. So, anyway. No, that, that was a fun year. Yep. Um, 
One that I didn't expect actually was a couple years ago. So I signed with Factory Honda. Ken Roxon is going to be my my teammate, and me and Ken are polar opposites, right? Like I didn't know him that well at the time, a little bit, but it was like it was weird how connected we became. We became really really good friends and got to know each other super well. Um, families and he, you know, I was the first one. He it was funny. I was staying at his house getting ready for Supercross, and I think it was preseason or maybe it was right around Anaheim. We go on a mountain bike ride, and he's like, he was kind of drilling me that morning of like, hey, what's, you know, you had some kids while you're still racing and this and that, and it was kind of like an awkward morning, and, and then we go on a mountain bike, and like, dude, Courtney's pregnant. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. awesome, you know? Right. So that was a really cool one. Um, there's, there's been a lot of them. I mean, Jake Weimer was super, super fun to be around. But um, did he did he try to did he, did he have trouble getting his words out? Weimer? Yeah. No, he didn't have okay. any uh, Jake and Jake Cokes and Coke. At the time. No, okay. no, he wasn't on All that right. program. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank. I feel like there's more. Listen, people, um, I uh, COVID cross when we were stuck in Salt Lake for those seven rounds. I was staying there too. I went to JB's place where he was staying with Ken and the and the the the, the wives and Chit. That place. Look, they were living in like basically. It was basically like King Arthur's Castle in Park City. <laughs> that place was yeah. pretty amazing. That, that's where Steve proceeded to say, well, because I think Ken had a bad one after that, right? So we went mountain yeah. biking with Steve. Yeah, right. <laughs> he said he wore us out. I, wore, I pushed so, Kenny to the limit. Pushed, <laughs> right. pushed him to the limit. That's so where you got EBV. Yeah, that's where, yeah, probably yeah, where yeah. I got that's EBV. That's where it started. Yeah, right. That's where it started. Is this seriously true? You have EBV. I have EBV. For real. Yeah. And I'll, show you, I'll show you. Wo-T and, and I have Wo-T. Dude. Trust me. People. I mean, come on. I'm a true I mean, fan. I'm just pushing myself to the limit, JB. You know. Maybe. Yeah. I've, you know I've how it, it is. I've, I've witnessed it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question. We got one? Heather, one we got a gentleman here. down here. Um, again, thanks to Wayne at Polar, man. Great you, watches, you said keeper. Aiden? Polar. Great watches. Polar. Yeah. Am, am I allowed to ask two different questions for two different people? I don't know. Heather? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, he is. So I, I come uh, – I'm also a big NASCAR fan, and so I want to know, Justin, what was your favorite memory with the Joe Gibbs team, if you have a mm -hmm. favorite memory there. And Mathis, you you were ragging on these guys being Harling's fanboys as Amart's fanboy. Oh, uh, I just want to know why, because I consider him more of a poor man's Martin Davalos, to be honest with you. And I just want to know why. First of all, <laughs> first of all, sir, you never responded. So I'm in a group text with Weege and Brayton. And when Troll was leading the heat race last week, and he was, I was like, take that, JB. Suck on that, oh, JB. You can, you can, what do you <laughs> I think I mean, what do you that? write back to that? What? What do I write back to that? Well, you got him, Because I caught him from a long ways back but and then, dropped him by 10 but seconds. But then you passed him, and we just like, how you like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like a play-by-play -play yeah. on our group text. You never responded. So I didn't yeah. – did you know what that was for? I did. Okay, Absolutely. all right. I knew okay. what that was for. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. was ready to claim victory yeah. for that heat race. What do you have to say to the okay. the question? We don't have as much statement. Not we don't have as much talent as Marty. There's no way. Marty was good. Right, poor man. Um, listen, Just as I wrote in my column this week, as I wrote in my column this week, it all starts in Atlanta. First, we lead the Heat. Then we win the Heat. Then we lead Mains. Then we win Mains. And when Troll is 2023 20, for the Supercross champion, <laughs> we are all gonna look at Atlanta and say that's, that's where, where it started. It started. 
Just like Iowa, Des Moines for you. It it all started in Atlanta, sir, and you and I were all witnesses to this. uh, Sports sports betting is taking America by storm. If you can find a place for me to bet against that, I will do anything. I will sell organs inside of my body to bet against that. It all started at Atlanta with our our little body and our big bike. (laughs) It is a big bike. Well, the bike is gigantic. <laughs> Look at Brayton Nose. What yeah. is, it's like a, it's like a Yamaha riding. XL. what he's riding. It's, it's not the same bike that Tomac's riding. Hey. It, we were in St. Louis, and he's like, yeah, you know, when I push my, when I, when I push my wheel forward... I look good on the bike, and then they bring the wheel back, and I look small. I don't know what the hell to do with this. <laughs> Mike, Mike, can we get the guy a normal-sized bike? Like... Yeah, my we have a Yamaha, Yamaha representative yeah. here. Like, just, a, just a normal one. Why did he get the extra large It doesn't large have version. to be a small one. Right, right. Like, right. is that all that was it's left? Like mountain bike sizing. He got yeah. the XL. Right. <laughs> something, something happened there. But anyways, uh, JG like 23-inch wheels. First of all, by the way, Koi, uh, it's one of my favorite people in the industry. Koi oh, yeah, absolutely, Gibbs. Yeah. Absolutely a treasure. But go ahead. JGR memories. Uh, tons of JGR memories. I mean, they're the reason I moved to Charlotte. Uh, met my wife in Charlotte, but as far as the race team, um, I wasn't a big NASCAR fan, honestly, before I moved there, and once I got to be friends with a, a couple of the drivers and the pit crew, I had major, major respect for them. The pit crew guys are like, they're ex-college football athletes and some ex-NFL athletes and, um, and you know, 400-plus employees, and I'm working out in the gym with these guys, and it was just a crazy operation. So, And Coach Gibbs, getting to know him well, uh, got the chance to fly on his plane several times. I actually had my daughter Parker, and uh, so he would be at the Supergrass like San Diego or ones that are far away, and he'd be like, you, you want to fly with me home? I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Do so, I? <laughs> so I would jump on with him because I had a newborn at home, so he was just so nice like that. And then the stories about Koi are for We could sit uh, up here we, until yeah. the morning um, time, you know. And, uh, how about Weege flew on the plane a couple times? Yeah, yeah, he flew on Weston the plane. flew on the plane. They told him to not talk to Joe. That's probably smart. That, that was the rule. Yeah, they said, Weston, smart. don't talk to Joe. Yeah. No filter on that one. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Joe has his own seat in there. Weston, do not sit in that seat. Make sure yeah, you don't yes. sit in that. But he'd yeah. probably sit in it anyways. Uh, yeah, Coy, is a, Coy can't be knocked out. Yeah. Coy is the smartest man alive. Yep. Coy was going to invest in a gourmet hot dog business at one point. He was telling me <laughs> yeah. about a gourmet yeah. hot dog business. <laughs> we're, we're at Christmas. This First is of all, it's like a story. hot dog. Coy, it's still a hot dog. <laughs> yes, that's not gourmet. Like, right. Like, yeah. right. <laughs> we're at Christmas dinner. He had put on a nice Christmas dinner for the JJR motocross portion because he wouldn't go to the NASCAR. So they put on a great Christmas dinner, like a thousand people at this big ball. Coy would never go. But then he would put on the motocross uh, party and we went to this bowling alley one night and you know the machines where that's like a punching bag you punch it and a score comes up or whatever yeah so Coy's over there in the corner just <laughs> 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 and then this other guy comes up he puts his dollar or whatever in and he's punching and Coy and him are just like staring at each other like going after the best I'm like they're gonna fight somebody go like they're gonna end up punching each other <laughs> like, there's Coy Gibbs owner of you right, know right. just, yeah, uh, on our crazy. show one Pretty time funny. when Coy came in studio with Watson Kenny Watson back in the day yeah. Coy said, I'll sponsor your show, but you got to let me ha- punch Watson in the shoulder <laughs> as hard as I can. And we're like, sweet. Because remember they had JGR uh, lubricants at that point. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was like, I'll give you like 5K for the lubricants, but I want a running start at Watson in his shoulder. <laughs> and that's what it took during commercial break. We yeah. did it. And Coy, 
Coy takes like four steps, hits Watson, Watson drops. Watson's I'm like, sweet, we got scoring. money. Yeah. <laughs> That's Coy Gibbs, yeah. everybody. Yeah, it's and amazing. Another, another Coy story. So I come back from track walk or something, and Frankie from KTM Marvin's Mechanic, his nose is all bloody in the truck. So him and Coy were in like a four-point stance just drilling each other in the truck. <laughs> Like, what is going on here? Right, like, people right. would never he, understand the he's story. He's great. Yeah. So he was in uh, this week with his, his kid. What's his kid's name? Ty. 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 Ty yeah. So he was in a press conference talking about that, Ty. Yeah. I texted him and said, oh, it looks like you do treat the media very nicely. <laughs> you know, not the moto media because he always told yeah. us to fuck off. Where's your, where's your degree? Beat it, <laughs> Mathis, right? And it was all of us. Like, he treated us like shit, right? Yeah. So he was talking. He gave a very respectful answer about his son in a press conference, like in a legit press conference. So I texted him about this, and then we said something on Twitter, and the NASCAR reporter said, no, 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 no. Right before this answer was clipped, he, he said uh, that he, the, the question put him in a bad mood, and why did the reporter want to put him in a bad mood? So he was the same way. It was great. That's he did great. not treat the media nicely yeah. in, in NASCAR. Do, yeah. uh, do you think he was proud of Ty for punching that didn't give him a hundred percent. Hundred percent. He's like yeah. high five. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He he's great though. He I miss yeah. him in the sport, man. And yeah. it's depressing that a team like that couldn't stay on totally. our sport, yeah. man. Like what, what the hell are we doing wrong? Yeah, you know. So so right. long long uh, yeah. answer to your question. Right, and I did not appreciate the slam on Troll Train. So you're, does that you're mean? No Heather, Heather, there is a young lady right over here. Gentlemen, sorry. Can't wow, see. it's dark. It's dark. Wow. It is dark. It is dark. It is dark. I can't see. What was your worst crash? My worst crash. Oh boy. Who? Um. <laughs> one that kind of comes to mind is 2009. I was riding a, a no linkage KTM Kiefer. Best suspension uh, I ever had in the whoops. Stop it. Honestly, I back you on that. Thank except, you. except when they got really cupped. Deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Near the end, those things started packing, and they were sending you. Yeah. Um, I had a pretty bad crash on KTM. It was actually, I got a little bit kind of out of shape in the whoops and I kind of like whiskey throttle off the berm and at the KTM track, we had this big water tank and I drilled the water tank and, um, yeah, that one didn't feel too good. That was an unfortunate placement of the water tank right yeah, on the backside exactly, of the berm. Exactly. The, uh, I remember the crash at, uh, San Diego. You like jumping, that was on tripping onto too. a tabletop yeah, yeah. and yeah. step off and you went a little bit long. I was trying to match Stu. Yeah, Steve. it wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. That happens. Yeah. I broke my leg that night, but still. Yeah. Yeah. You toughed it out. Yeah. Um, but honestly, maybe the worst one was last year in Dallas when my bike broke off the, off this rhythm section jump. And the worst feeling a rider could ever feel is you're in the middle of the air and your bike breaks. Click. And the only <laughs> thing. Like click. You, yeah. Click. And it shuts off and your front wheel just drops out of the sky and you go over the bar. So that's like, I mean, I had nightmares about that one for a long time. So yeah, I had some several, you know, several bad ones, but thankfully I'm still all good and still able to do it. But that was the most terrifying one. I would the, say. Point, the point he's making is stay on your motorcycle. Yeah. And also, I f the point I'm going to make is I feel bad for swearing now the whole show. That's what I immediately thought, too. I'm, I'm sorry. so glad there was no After Dark stuff right I'm now. I'm sorry, sir. No, this is like the Budman thing. Just don't do what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're the bad examples. <laughs> you don't know, be us. Talking <laughs> about bikes breaking, I asked Phil, like, did your bike break? Because I can't figure out why you just ate shit like that. Yeah. He, he just said, cursed again. <laughs> it's just shit. Oh, okay, all right. All right, any other questions? Are we? Oh. It's just for JT. So as a gear guy, see, like, uh, Alpine stars are paying guys like Jeff Lawrence and having, I don't know how many thousands of dollars, and they're wearing a Honda jacket with Fox on it. 
Higher Alpine Star. Oh, this is a great high, question. High as Alpine Star. Not I, I was that night. guy. <laughs> I, I missed it. Say it. So, so Fox is the official apparel sponsor of Team Honda. Oh, I hate it so much. <laughs> So hate he went so through this with Canard, much. right? Oh he went through this with Canard and, and JB. Yeah, yeah it's, right. and I get it. Like, and, and Kenny's here for Fox. Like, good for them. You know, oh, they screw have, Kenny. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you follow MotoGP. No, Kenny, Kenny's a nice guy. But they, they have a deal with those OEMs and those teams, and they are able to sell those apparel items, whatever. Good for them. Like, I would love to have that deal. But as – a sponsor that has those riders, the whole time you're just double birds. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> JP's got fly gear underneath his Honda jacket that says Fox head on Fox it. Fox head yeah. on it, yeah. Well, like, and it's, it's for everybody, yeah, right? Yeah. It's for Jason Anderson, yeah, right? Yeah. Alpine Stars guy. Right. He's got this Fox thing. Like, I guarantee you, Gabrielle, he's sitting in Oslo right now, just double birds at the camera whenever they show that, right? It's, it's brutal. Because in MotoGP, you take someone like Rossi, who's Dionysi, their team apparel is Alpine Star, but they they blanket off, you know. Yeah, right, that's right. Valentino Rossi, yeah, right? He's no, but not even just him. Even Maverick yeah. Vinales, you know. Uh, no, I yeah. agree. I've said this on a show. Like, I don't understand how. And it's all in the deal you sign, right? But, it's all. It's. But it's you all need to be like, hey, no fox head on our fly riders. And and whoever it is, you know, Dan Fahey or whoever's going to go. Okay, you don't ride here then. Like, it, uh, it's, it's leverage. I, I, I get it. I understand. Kenny, Trust Kenny's me, I would I mean, love for that to be the case. How many people actually paying attention besides the core people that No, we that, get right? that question a little, a little bit, yeah. Oh, it's like, seared into my mind. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I close my it, eyes, I can see it. It's a good like, question. I can it's see it when I close my eyes. It's strange how the two sports are different, how yeah. one can be one. Yeah. Right. No, good question. And, and honestly, kudos, kudos to those guys for getting that deal done. We'll give him a watch. We get a watch. Polar watch for the gentleman there. What about Little Man? So we get little no, man no, little man's hand there. is too small. One more. Got a question. Oh, yeah. What? Got another question? Yeah, there's some oh. questions back there. How about a hand for Heather, everybody? Give it, doing this for us. <laughs> Where are we at? Careful, don't yell at her. Uh, yeah, this is from Mathis. Mm. Um, now that you live in a uh, gated community, can you tell what? us what happened to Gibbs? <laughs> tell us what happened to what? I, I, all I heard was mansion. Can you, can you tell us what happened to Gibbs? Gibbs. Oh, yeah. Gibbs are one of our second ever producer for the show. <sighs> I just didn't gel with Gibbs. Yeah. I, he got so mad when I would, like, bust his balls. Like, he was really mad. And then I'd be like, hey, Gibbs, I'm just busting your balls for the show. Like, it's part of the thing. And feel free to give it back to me. Be like, okay, okay, okay. Can you imagine if that happened to me? I'd be on, I would, like, I'd be on Dateline. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then... The next week, I'd bust his balls, and he'd be so mad. So I don't know what happened to him. I think he moved out of state, actually. Uh, Pookie follows him on Facebook still. He's alive, but I don't think he lives in Vegas anymore. He's coming on for my show 100. I'm going to have Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like yeah. avoiding, yeah. I guess, yeah. like yeah. state law. Kiefer's at 99 Pulp of Mech show hosted. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's out of 500. Show wow. 100. Like you. Like, just keep going. Keep, just I keep just going. just cut it off. Yeah, just keep yeah. going. Right, right. Why stop right. now? Anything else for JB before we let him go? Oh, we got. Well, we're getting warmed we got, up now. We got, we got another one up front here. Uh, but yeah, we, we got to get you out of here. Track I'm good. I'm, I'll just, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm all an right. all night. I can just stay up all night, Steve. All right. uh, just a quick question for JB. Uh, what can you attribute to for your career lasting this long? Anything like specific with training or how you ride the bike or Iowa winners growing up, <laughs> no. not doing what Budman yeah. does. Yeah. Um, uh, I think a lot of things, um, for one, growing up and going all through high school, I played all kinds of different sports. I rode bulls for a little bit. I wanted to be a bull rider. I played baseball during the summer. Uh, I wrestled all winter. 
Um, and then once I turned 18, graduated high school, that's when I kind of started to take it real serious. And then I think I got really, really lucky with t- the teams I was on. They gave me, like nowadays, if I came in and I got 14th and 15th and 10th and 9th and 15th, I'm out. Like the team doesn't keep me around. The teams I was on, they kind of like would see something in me and I had a good attitude. And um, I was also really respectful to teams because I knew what it took to, to get there and how much money they were spending. So teams would have me back. and, and um, But, yeah, I just think I, I would really listen to myself as far as, like, if I kept doing motocross, nothing against motocross, but if I would have kept doing motocross in 2016, I would have retired then. So I'm like, okay, let's create this thing with, um, you know, maybe going to Australia. I always wanted to take my wife to Australia. So now I created this thing with Honda that we could go to Australia for three months and then do Supercross only. And then that kind of went away. So now I just do Supercross only. I would, like, cross stuff off the, off the list so I could keep going rather than just cold turkey. I know, like, just knowing people that have retired from professional sports or, or anything, it's, like, it's hard to cold turkey. So I just would kind of, like, cross stuff off the list. Okay, I can't really handle that 32 race schedule anymore. Cross that off. And, and I just always – I love it, honestly. Like, I think I've mentioned this maybe to Kiefer. We've talked about it. Like, if I could have my perfect day, it would include riding. I love it. I absolutely oh love boy. riding motorcycles. Look so, at Kiefer. Um, Dude, I, it's a, yeah. I'm going to shed a tear right now. Yeah, because it's rare to because when a you guy come around that turn and that dishwasher is there, <laughs> and you got to make that hard left around the dead body, nothing beats that. It's it's rare for us. We all ride, we love it, but these guys are at another level. And when they still like to ride after they're done, that's unique. It's it doesn't really happen. Your so perfect day would be riding. Thank you. See. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy Some it. Some people actually me. like riding. Yeah. JT's no, day on a Husqvarna. I like riding, too. My perfect day is not riding. My perfect day is like Cabo. Nah. See, I can't. I'm, yeah, like, I'm, I'm out on that. Like, oh, I'm I so, so in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give okay. me Cabo. I'm in the pool. There's like some sort of really, like really nice music on. Yeah. I got this. Heather's all, in, all Heather's inclusive got a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, all inclusive thing. Heather's going to truly. She's got a truly. She's, she's truly, watching Aiden. She's right. not yelling at me. Yeah, <laughs> right, everything's right. fine. It's great. All right. Last question for JB. So, after you retire, what do you think that you're going to look forward to the most and what do you think you're going to miss the most? Oh, great question. question. Yeah. Maybe best question of the night. Uh, what am I going to look forward to most? Look forward to most is uh, being a dad, I've already signed. I'm gonna be a t-ball coach this summer, um, which I was. I was a t-ball coach last summer too. It was really fun and frustrating as heck. Holy smokes! You're like, bro, I can't see the balls the on the tee. Four and five just, years olds. I'm it's, like, it's right there. Like, it's not even moving. Whew, right, right. Um, so yeah, spending a lot of time with family. It said I mentioned moving back to Iowa, um, making up for lost time. Like I've been away for a long time, got to live my dream, and now I want to see other people live their dream. And I think that's what I look forward to most but also um like in helping others i still want to be around the races and give back and mentor possibly um so kind of two answers in in that question but um what i'm gonna miss the most is just the competitiveness and then also the test track days like i've talked to you know or you you read about it ex you know nfl players whatever what they miss the most is the locker room what we, what I'm going to miss the most is the test track days of the banter at the track. Club and the, sandwiches in the hotels. At club sandwiches Paris's. at the hotels, traveling around the world. Uh, the camaraderie, like a band of brothers, is it's like, you know, you can't replace that. So I'm, I'm for sure going to miss that. Absolutely. It's like riding with your homies on the weekend, right? Like, what about we together? And I miss weed, yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
All right, well, that's a perfect way to end this. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a hand, everybody. Cool. Justin Thank Brayton. You. The great Justin Brayton. Thanks for coming up, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow, 5.30 in the morning, track walk time. All right, let's get our next guest up here. He is an NESC legend. This man uh, put his bike on the uh, so many wins over here, running Southwick. Now, Keith Johnson, let's get KJ up here. Just a, a, a hammerhead, man. Yeah. I remember KJ, like, um, like he would show up for near the end of his career. He'd show up for a couple races a year, and he'd be running, like, fifth, sixth, seventh. You're just like, dude. The it guy, just keeps coming. It just never stops, right? What's happening? Thank you, KJ. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming up. So, uh, absolutely doing a great job uh, with Southwick and everything else. So, check. We'll we'll get to the bottom of this slap story here. Let's let's get to the don't now, don't do you it, do don't you make it crazy. Don't make it crazy. Okay, but do you remember any of this? I do. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's let's hear this word. We're Frank Thomas. Okay. My my version. My okay. version. <laughs> and and it's I feel like it's. Fair. Okay. So Careful, because like, he's crowd. This could get. They right, could get. Right, I, I, there's an exit. Right, I found right, the fire right, exit. Right, okay. There. Right. I'm like 17. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even pro yet. Like, I haven't raced Supercross. Haven't raced an outdoor. Whatever. It's winter AMS, and I still. I'm still in high school. Like, it's Sunday, the race ends. I'm like, shit. Did I have the homework? I don't. Fuck, I don't know. But um, like these guys are all. You're right. Badasses, right? And I was like working up to that. Like pretty soon, I got to where I could battle with them and whatever. But we went to this. Sand track way down, like, near Bradenton. And for me, it was, like, hell on earth. Just rough sand. Right. But this is what their element, right? So I'm, I remember I'm getting lapped. And I'm, like, I'm just literally trying to get out of the way. I'm in, like, 17th in a winter am. Like, I'm not right. even in the race at all. And clearly, I was in the way. I remember he, you know, like, I didn't even know who was behind me. And these guys go by me, and they're battling for the win. And then I think, I think KJ crashed afterwards, whatever. And he's obviously pissed. And I'm like, right. just riding back to the truck. I'm like, my race sucked, whatever. And I'm like, I feel like it wasn't hard. Like, just okay. slapped in the back of the head or whatever. I'm like, I, I think I just got slapped in the back of the head. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, right. I'm not sure, right. exactly right. sure what happened, right. whatever. So I get back to the truck and I'm like, and my dad's like, ah, that sucked, whatever. And I'm like, I think Keith Johnson's really mad at me. <laughs> and again, I'm like a kid, right? He's right. like, why? And I'm like, well, he's, he's slapped me in the back of the head. He yelled at me, whatever. He's like, he did what? And I'm like, oh, Frank. Oh, no. He just takes off running. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. My dad's going to get his ass kicked in the pits, right? <laughs> so I'm like chasing him, and I've got boots on, right? 17-year-old with boots on trying to chase my dad down. And I get over there, and he's screaming at him. like, dad, stop. Tread well, and all these guys are going to whoop your ass. Yeah. Like, stop, stop, stop. Right. And it was like, that's, that was the end of it. Yeah, like, thankfully, right. nothing happened past that. But, uh, yeah, it was KJ, how's that? traumatic for a kid. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what was funny is we, we were talking about this. We went to dinner before we came here, and we were talking about that incident. Oh, um, okay. So, yeah, that was good times, though. That was Bradenton. And, yeah, that was right. But, you know, back then, we were racing for dinner money of course I mean, yeah. We're paying, yeah this is serious rent. stuff like, he's right. in high school but i'm trying to like you know i got a little kid and i'm like you know <laughs> you know i was winning and i don't remember exactly what yeah, happened yeah. but nah, it he took you down like you're trying that, to laugh him he took him down we, we let's just yeah something happened right, and i right. remember thinking like he just took money out of my pocket and i can't feed my kids <laughs> so i'm gonna slap him in the back of the head right <laughs> so, good times yeah yeah ah, good times i like that I, I wish the story kept going with you and frank trading blows no, it wouldn't have gone well right <laughs> Right. Gone no, well. no, it, it, um, it, you know, it escalated quickly, but then was diffused very quickly. Too, right, so right. And, and my, like, 
I've never seen my dad fight anybody. He wasn't going to fight anybody, but at the same time, he's like, freaks out your kid, right? He's like, yeah, oh, yeah, my God, sure. I'm losing right, my right, mind. Right. It was, it was uh, um, hey, man, uh, thanks for everything you're doing for Southwick. Really, thank you. Appreciate it. It's great to be back on the schedule. How yeah. long did we go with no Southwick? Uh, how long did we go with no Southwick? Two years. Oh, fuck, it felt like ten. Yeah, it was two. I love having Southwick on the schedule. It's so cool. It's like the Fenway Park of the schedule. Like, you you drive into this town. It's right there. It's in the middle of it. Yeah. So awesome, man. I'm glad it's working out. Yeah, it's been a lot of work. Um, it's different on this side of it. Yeah, right. right. Um, you know, being a racer, you don't see what goes on behind the scenes. You just you're, you're focused on surviving 30 minutes in the sand or 30 minutes yeah. wherever. And then you got this dad yelling at you yeah. now. <laughs> all, all, yeah, all the um, this, it's it's a lot harder on this side. Yeah, it's a lot yeah harder. right, right. Yeah. Being a racer is easy. Yeah, this yeah. Is, no, I think it's great. And also too, I don't know how you fans feel, but turning it back around the original way. That was the way to go. We were going the opposite. Did you race it the opposite? No, I don't think you would have. Uh. What do you mean? I raced it like 16 times. No, but times. it went the other way. I raced it every direction oh, possible. You did? Okay, Front yeah, pond, yeah. All the it, all the good it, stuff. It, it was so much better the way, the original layout, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, it flows better that way. And, yeah. Um, you know, nothing against the previous people that had it, but um, they weren't racers. Yeah, right? yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah, we turn it around, you know, it goes better that way. It's nice. It's yeah. great. So, obviously, look, you're a legend in NESC, 14 titles. Uh, I've been told this anyways. Uh, not that I count your titles from NESC, but I've been told 14 titles. Uh, Dowd and Henry, we'll give them the edge, right? They're legends. Yep. But after that, you, JoJo, Finkelday, LaRusso, Botten. We're, we're, who's next? Scotty Cotta. Scotty Cotta. Who's yeah, next? Uh, there's so many of them, right? Yeah, God. New England's always had great competition. I think that's why, um, you know, there's been some great riders coming out of here. Yeah. Right? Southwick. You're not answering the question, that, though, KJ. Who, who's, who's next? Who's next fastest? Oh, coming up now? No, just out of the legend of Southwick. After, like, after, after Dowdy and Henry, Henry. Who's the next best at Southwick? JoJo. JoJo. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, JoJo was a bad dude. Yeah. Um, so I heard JoJo can ride down a railway track on his dirt bike. I've seen him do it. So that's true. Oh, yeah. Have you heard about this? Is it, no. That's a what? JoJo myth. No. But apparently not. It's true. Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah, what we're, does he we're do? Ta- <laughs> uh, yeah. So JoJo would ride down a, a railroad track, and he can get so much rear wheel traction with just transferring weight to the back that he, would, he could wheelie down a railroad track. I've seen him do it. Wow. JoJo, bro. Yeah. He's a big dude, too, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so JoJo would be your next guy on the list, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Also, too, I always always bug you about this. So, you you come from an era where you guys would go down to Ocala Ocala, and just park yourself there and just ride all winter. And, you know, that's where you ran into him and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rollerball. The great Canadian rollerball. Yeah. You, You battled with him? Oh, yeah. He lived with us one year. Oh, God, dude. How was that? Right. I mean, <laughs> there's G-rated stories, R-rated stories, <laughs> X-rated roller stories. Rollerball like to go hard on and off the track, right? Like, oh, I mean, yeah. Like either which way, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing we were talking about. You know, there's certain guys that teach you, like, uh, I think Brayton was talking about, like, what to do and what not to do. Yeah. And Rollerball was, like, a prime example of that. Right? No, 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 no. He to was a legend. What to do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, I didn't think about that, but then what not to do. Right? <laughs> it's a well-rounded mentor. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, there's a ton of rollerball stories, like amazing rides, and then there's a ton of rollerball stories where, like, dude, he got beat up by the bouncers. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember San Diego when he broke his femur? Yeah. Do you know where he was the night before? No. Oh, I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> 
Is that why he maybe he flew off the track and broke his femur? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, how often in your career, and look, you had some, um, an amazing long career with great results. I worked for the other Keith Johnson from New Mexico. Yeah. Not as quite as accomplished as you, but still a very good rider. Yeah. How often did you guys get mixed up? A lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, like our, our, our paths, you know, overlapped a little yeah. bit. But then we went to Canada. We were both in Canada for a couple of years, or a year, I think. Yep. And that was confusing as hell. Um, <laughs> but I know I was on the tail end of my career, and yeah, he was right. kind of in his prime. I didn't want you to run off stage screaming, but can we talk about Cannondale? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember Cannondale coming out? No, I forgot, Steve. I forgot. But, no, at High Point. They came up for High Point. I do. Yeah, it was he all shot. Number 81 on a Cannondale. Yeah, you want to know a funny story about that. <laughs> like, I always preach, you know, um, condition over position on start, yeah. right? And the old, you guys remember the old Mount Morris start where the inside was super steep yep. and the outside was flat, right? Yep. And um, it was raining that day, and and I qualified, I don't know, I was going to the line 20th or something, or you know, and everybody would stack up from the inside basically out. And the last gate on the right-hand side, I could see this perfectly dry line all the way around the side. I'm like, screw it, I'm going to try it. And um, everybody was struggling in the mud up the hill. Yeah. And, you know, I just went around the outside, not because the bike was fast, just because. The Cannondale guys were like, yes, the we're here. Are like, look at that. Suck it, yeah, Japanese. Bike of the year. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it had nothing to do with that. Um, right? it was, um, and I remember RC saying something about, um, you know, I remember getting a good start and hearing that John Deere tractor right in front of me or behind me right, or something. Right, right. Um, I also think the high point, was Gibson your teammate that first year? No. Oh, who Nobody was? was. Oh, it was just you? Yeah. So didn't your bike die in practice? Every time. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. So Gibson at Millville, right? Yeah. I, was, I was in staging and I watched it. He was going, you know, Millville had that, like, there's a lane next yeah. to the start. Next you go down, start, yeah. it blew up on that lane going out for practice. <laughs> just smoke everyone. I'm like, oh, I'm like right. pointing everybody. Look, like his bike just exploded I, going well, onto the track. I think the same moto that I hole shot, I, I got towed back to the, <laughs> the truck by a four-wheeler with a tie right. down. How, how frustrating is that as a test guy? So hold on, a hold on a second, though. Okay, go uh, Kiefer, KJ. He wants to test the Cannondale. Yeah, so I met a guy that lives out here that has one that's still in good condition, and yeah. I've never got to ride one. Do you one advise in my that? Time, and I want to do it like a, a retest. I want to try it. <laughs> Jeff Cernick has a brand new one. KJ, yeah. should he do this? Absolutely. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sign some waivers or something, or yeah. make sure Heather is the beneficiary. Yeah. On anything you I got a lot going of that on with Alta, so it's right. okay. Yeah. Right. But I just want to like at that time you're test riding. Obviously during the week you get to go racing, and then you put in all that time. And as a test guy. People think, oh, it's KJ's fault because he's the test guy. Why is it right. a piece of shit? How'd you deal with that? Yeah. So it, it, you can't say – so you know the difference between a test guy and an endurance guy, right? right? It was more of an endurance. It wasn't testing. <laughs> it, was, it was more just ride the shit out of this thing and see what breaks. Okay. Right? So we would give feedback, but certain things like um, – I remember testing. They, they would give us um, – they, they sent us out for two days testing – the height of foot peg brackets. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how high is the foot peg? And they gave us all these brackets, came back, said, yep, this is the one we want. All right, well, you can't use that one because we've already ordered 10,000 of the other ones. 
<laughs> so you're like, well, what did we do the last two days <laughs> testing for, right? So, did you make some money? Tell us you made some money. I did. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> Thank yeah, God. At least you got that right. Right. At least you got paid. I th- I thought I remember. So the high point story when you after you told it to me comes to mind, but I thought. I also remember the debut you guys were stuck in practice somewhere or bike wouldn't start or something. And we were all like, yeah, look at the Cannondale. Uh, yeah, it yeah. happened all the time. The <laughs> worst was the MXA test at Glen Helen. Yeah. That was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> well, at our magazine, I was at Dirt Rider at the time. They gave it the bike of the year. Yes, Ken Fought, the that editor. Was awesome. Right? That the was bike awesome. of the year. Yeah. 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 Do you still have one? I do. I have the first one ever raced. So, um, it was a super heavy bike, and they put magnesium hubs and wheels and uh, or uh, everything, triple clamps, and got this thing down to a slim 260 or something. <laughs> and that's the bike I still have. That's the bike I whole shot uh, Mount Morrison. That was the one. Yeah. Do we have anybody who's ridden one out there? Anybody who rode a Cannondale? No, oh, this wow, gentleman did. How was your experience? <laughs> great, great. Nice, nice. I survived the Canada. Yeah, I survived the. <laughs> I survived the test ride. Oh man, the, yeah. The, I mean, again, like you're getting paid, you're developing a bike, cool idea. Just didn't, didn't work out. Well, yeah, and um, I mean, really, it is what the Yamaha is now, right? Right. Yeah. Cylinder, no, cylinder reverse motor. Around. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. they were ahead of their time. They just. I think if they if they didn't try to build their own motor, if they had taken a Rotax a or Rotax something, yeah. or a Yamaha or yeah. something motor, they right. might have survived. Yeah, but they and had too many investors pushing them to sell bikes. Yeah, too soon. And then Davey Coombs rode one; the front end broke off. Uh, yeah, yeah, they took him up to some track in PA, and they had to know about yeah, this. he landed, and the thing just goes. <laughs> And they were like, hey, man, we'd appreciate if you didn't really write about this. He's like, yeah, I got you guys. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, was yeah it, was, it got bad. The final straw for me was they had um, built a facility in North Carolina to test. And one of the things they did was they had data acquisition, right, all over the frame to see where it was stretching and, yeah. and where it was strong and where it was weak. And, you know, you'd wear this backpack with wires on it and, you know, go ride a moto. And then they, they had this, this wall that they wanted me to jump off of it. I mean, I'm telling you, it was like jumping from the ceiling down to flat. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't ride off of it. You couldn't yeah. ride it. You had to literally jump. And I remember looking over the edge and looking down and going, no, I'm not doing that. There's no <laughs> way I'm not doing that. Kiefer, you ride, you, you test. Stuff like that was like when I was at Alta. Like, I'd go out and be riding, and I'd go give it gas out of a corner, and it would go in reverse, and I'd be in reverse. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what is this? And they would fix it, and I'd go out, and it would cut out. So... Yeah. Every time I left Heather, I kissed her and I said, I love you. I don't know if I'll see you again. I'll be back. Hopefully back in two days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and your, the Cannondale would flame out, right? It would just stop. It would just yeah. – like we talked about the big crashes at Southwick that we've seen earlier. That's sometimes what would happen? Yeah. I mean, yeah. anything could happen. Um, <laughs> but they, they it's were like your Husky. A little, a little worse <laughs> than your Husky. It was much worse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There were telltale signs. Um, the big thing was the transmission twisting in the cases, and it would just lock up the wheel – then there was, like, no – I mean, the wheel just locked. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So um, – but there were telltale signs when that was going to happen. So we knew when certain things started happening that, all right, we got about another 15 minutes. All right, we got another about 20 minutes. And I remember being at Washougal, 
and we knew that that transmission was going to lock up in about 15 minutes. All right, we'll line up for the second moto. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Huh? <laughs> like Washougal, some of those jumps coming yeah. out of the woods, yeah. 90 miles an hour downhill. <laughs> We're going to line like, up, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not lining up. Well, yeah, you are lining up. So it's the only time I've ever thrown up inside the dog box before a national. Really? Oh, yeah, because I was so nervous. I knew it was going to break, and right. I just didn't Jesus. want it to break <laughs> on one of those downhills. Right. And it, luckily, it broke in a turn, and I dropped it and just walked back. Yeah, I, I, was that 01? That was 01? Yeah. Uh, I, no, that was oh, 2000. 2000. I was at KTM, and it just every week the quad would be towing back a Cannondale from, yeah. like, just the quad with a tie strap, just towing the Cannondale back. Yeah. We're like, holy shit, this is going very bad. Yeah. So, you know, Doug Henry, they, they – Doug almost took that job. Ooh. And then he was going to do, like, Supermoto or something. Yep. And so he called me and it's like, hey, you know, what do you think of this? And, you know, so we joke around about it now. I'm yeah. like, man, I should never have done that. You should have done it. You know? <laughs> but you made some money, so there is yeah. that. I mean, there is that part of it, yeah. right? But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, oh, fun. I could probably talk about Cannondale stories for the oh, next man. 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but I did want to touch on, before we wrap this thing up on the Yamaha Fly Racing Show here, I did want to touch on, obviously, 3D racing. You had some great rides. Bill Dill recently passed away. JT, you rode for Bill for, for a year. I did. You were on fire with your SoCal gear. Yeah, I, honestly, I did really well until I got hurt that yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were really riding well, and, and you had a great season on the Easy Water bike. But, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, just tell us about that season a little bit. Yeah, that was a good season. Um, you know, Bill um, sadly passed away. Um, great for the sport. I mean, I don't know if there's been a privateer team that has lasted that long. Yeah. You know, um, Josh Osby is riding a 3D Yamaha this weekend. But oh, tomorrow, he? yeah, yeah, he'll be on a bike, yeah. So that's amazing. You know, um, it was a little bit bittersweet that first year because the team was sponsored by Easy Wider, which, yeah, you know, that right. was – like, they didn't even want us parking in the pits, right? Because oh, they were, it was that? Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, like, it was bad. Right. Now it's legal, like, everywhere. Right? Yeah, yeah. Now it wouldn't be such a big deal. But right. back then it was, yeah. like, you know, kind of a big deal. But I had trained a lot with Dowdy and, and getting ready for that season and had, you know, went into the first round not knowing because the year before that was the whole Cannondale yeah. shit show. Right. And so I hadn't ridden nationals in a long time. And so I trained a lot and – um uh, went into Glen Helen um, and came out of the first round fifth overall. Um, and the, the season went kind of up and down. Um, you know, I, I was riding a 250F that year, but, um, you know, Bill was great. Um, yeah. You know, it was a kind of like, like, like you said, like your stock was low, Cannondale, right? And then yeah. he kind of, that ride really picked you back up. I remember it was top privateer every weekend and you were just crushing those checks. Weren't they paying every weekend to top privateers or yeah, something? So yeah, so it was like me and Larry Ward going back and forth. Yeah. And I was staying with Larry a lot down in South Carolina, so it was like, um, you know, a big joke, you know, who was going to get. But they were like, I mean, yeah. I could get 15th and still finish top privateer. Yeah. That's how yeah. many guys there were. And, um, you know, it was like a joke with Larry because if you guys know Larry, he's like, you know, like Weege, right? Yeah, Weege like, tight, yeah, with money, like yeah. He's, he well, might not have the first dollar he he may, yep. but he'll have the second. I have it on good authority that Larry literally has, like, European Supercross start money in jars buried. No, not in jars. He's got a safe the size of you and me combined <laughs> in his bedroom, yeah, okay. like, right beside his bed, <laughs> and he chains himself to it every single right, night. Right. <laughs> so he's just like, there's Geneva uh, 98, there's Bercy 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He'd yeah. open it up and go, like, there'd be stacks of cash this high and, yeah. and gold watches and I won this there and I won that there and then you'd go to touch something and you'd slam this <laughs> door, door shut. 
I'm, but, that's yeah. a true story. No, yeah, yeah. So so you and Larry were battling over the pro- top. It was Skull, right? It was Skull Privateer yeah, money, yeah. I think, yeah. back then. So yeah, Smoke was tobacco, maybe. Yeah. Another guy that still likes to ride dirt bikes, Steve and JT. KJ. I yeah, then so I gotta disagree with JT, man. Like like one of my perfect days is gonna be riding my dirt bike. Wow, yeah. okay, yeah. All right. no, it's fine. I get it. I yeah. mean, I go to every race. <laughs> like I love the sport. Like it's all literally all I do. Whether I'm selling something, going to a race, writing about it, talking about it, I just uh, yeah, like riding for me. I did it so much as everybody, but I can take it or leave it. But going to the races and being around it, I that's not. Uh, I like e-bikes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. E bikes are fantastic. I love them too. At EBV though, so we're we're yeah, struggling yeah. right now. Uh, uh, what? Hey, man. So, um, do you like the day races? Like tomorrow? You you, you like that stuff? Uh, are you a vibe I like the guy? Night show. Okay, the night show. All right, you're yeah. a vibe guy. KJ's a vibe guy. Yeah, he's a vibe he's guy. He's a vibe yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I will say, I, I like the night show. But listen, don't take this the wrong way. I love what you're doing with the privateer thing. Okay. But I I don't want you to turn it into like. Uh, um, what's that? What's that movie? Lord of the Flies. What is it? Lord of the Flies. Purge. The Purge. No, no, no. Like the somebody's gonna bike, head's gonna be on a stick at the end of this with, thing. Um, with winners take all. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah Bear yeah, Mountain. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I. You know, don't want you to. Don't take this the wrong way. Okay, yeah. Do you want a wild card? I'll get you a wild card if you want. No, no, no. <laughs> but you no, got to ride a Cannondale. backwards? <laughs> you got to ride a Cannondale. Don't yeah. slap me. You can have a wild card. <laughs> no, I love it for the privateers. I right, love it for right. the privateers. So what right. are you saying? You're, you're not a fan of Chiz starting backwards? No, I don't want you to turn it into a circus. Okay, no, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. We're paying out. Yeah. No circus. He's got, no, he's got that's what me I love. flagging. That's he's got Heather walking across. He's got Pookie doing the two. Yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah, already yeah. at a circus. But it's at, a, it's at the, like, is it during the day or night? Yeah, it's uh, 4.45 on Friday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so not during the night show. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, I know most of it's talk, but I love the fact that, like, I mean, oh, so you didn't like the, 50 grand for, yeah, for which, or uh, more. privateers yeah. is fantastic. So you don't like the idea where I had where Vince Freeze was going to ride around the infield? <laughs> and no, he was going to be like a shark. Did it. Do-do. do And then Vince is just going to strike. You don't like that idea? No, I don't like okay, that. all right. No. I love that idea. That's great. That's what he does now. Right. Yeah. That's already what he does. Well, yeah. I don't think the AMA would let me do that, no, no, but no. I, I, I was going to think that. But I got to commend you guys. Like, that's Thank fantastic you. Yeah. For, I mean, for, um, for privateers coming through, that's going to be a big help. It is. You know, uh, Cade won it uh, last year and he got 30 – no, Nick Schmidt won it last year. The year before, Cade won, got $36,000 from it and used it to buy Club MX yeah. uh, membership, and then he's crushing it this year, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so that's the that. idea, right? Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Uh, Nick Schmidt, Nick Schmidt, big fan. Nick Schmidt said lots of thank yous. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> no uh, text. Any questions for KJ? No text. Any questions yeah, for KJ here? Yeah. Local, I mean, obviously, funny. you can see him at Southwick, so you can just go up and ask him. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, we, do, we, do we have any questions for Cannondale or anything? All right. Well, fair enough. Um, oh, we do. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I didn't realize you put the mic oh. down. We just want to see you run down the thing. That's yeah. all we cared about. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe trampoline later. <laughs> and you know what? I'm going to give her a watch because her yeah. question is really nice. Good. Oh, good question. oh watch. yeah. That's good. You got a polar on? I do. You're polar. Oh, JT's polar. Uh, Kiefer's Garmin. I am polar. Yeah. I just hate, I don't, like, yeah. I don't wear Suck watches very often. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, during your era doing the nationals and whatnot, um, what was the best bike in, in, in the time? Oh, not the Cannondale. Like the 90s KTMs and all that? What during your, your era, what was the best bike that he raced? Yeah. That you rode? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Kawasaki guy through and through. Yeah. How about when you and Tread – is Tread okay, by the way? Is he all right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, he's getting around? 
He's getting around. He won't ride. He yeah, yeah, won't yeah. Ride, okay. Yeah. How about when you and Tread just – you guys were both – Crushing the Nationals, doing pretty well. Like whenever you showed up, and you were, do- and you guys are like, now we're gonna go for Team Green Bucks and ride Loretta's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Ryan Holiday, yeah, um, pulled me aside after the fact and and said that I pretty much single-handedly ruined contingency yes. for vet riding. Yes, I've heard that. Yes, because yeah. <laughs> when you walk out of Lor- uh, not Loretta's but um, Minio's with yeah. twenty-five thousand dollars as a vet rider, right, right, yeah, something's not right. I awesome. heard about that. You and Treadwell. Fe- I'm sure it felt right. It yeah. felt right. raining down money yeah, on you guys. Two years in a row. Yeah. But then, you know, because you had Supercross, Motocross, and you could ride. I could ride twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty. Yeah. So you had eight. Chances at a lot of money. Right, right, exactly. Quite a bank. You Barry Karsten bankrupt Suzuki, and you bankrupt Cowie. Yeah, and we each bankrupt Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, anything else? Oh, oh, we got two two other questions. Is it possible we could see a KJ Kiefer showdown at Loretta's this year? Oh, Um, I don't think I'm going back. Are you going? I'm going to 40, but I'm not quite 50 yet. That's the reigning 50 champ right there. So yeah. all the respect for him beating Rhino and Emig. Yeah, he's, I watch the motos on, on TV. It's awesome. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I was uh, – I had Brownie as the winner, like, talking beforehand, bench racing. Like, just because it's Tennessee and it's Mike Brown, right? Like, obviously, he's a little bit older. But, yeah, you worked him. No, not Brown. Not Brownie. Oh. Rhino, Rhino and Emig. No, Brownie. Oh, okay. Yeah, Brown beat us. Brownie just turned 50 this year. So yeah, oh, okay. Safety. I thought it was Brownie. Yeah. Brownie got worked by somebody. I was like, wow. 25 class. Oh, was that the 25 class? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, never mind that. Yeah, All he right. was dealing with I'm, some stuff that Amateur week. racing, Pulp MS. Yeah, I'm super up on amateur racing. Right, right. All right. Yeah. yeah so Brian. you're going, Kiefer? I'm going. What if your kid doesn't make it? I'm not going. Oh, okay. So Aiden has to make it, you and should, you're, you're more worried about A&H in that Correct. scenario than right. you racing. I'm going to park in a separate motorhome when they go to the regionals. I'll be in by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We had one more. We had one more down yeah. down front. Oh, Fox Shirt, JT. Never heard of it. <laughs> Sorry, JT. Uh, so we always hear when you guys interview riders about Southwick, about how it's always sandy on top with a hard base. Do you guys have to bring sand in, or if you just keep digging, it's more sand, or – is there actually like a really hard base underneath that you just keep shifting the sand around or how yeah. does that work? So that's a good question. Um, yes, we do have to bring sand in. So the way Southwick is, you know, if everybody that's been there, it's got a lot of hills and it all funnels down to the starting line. Like if it rains and you, you know, you were running water, it all runs to the starting line and then down past the starting line into like a swamp. So we have catch basins. So um, sand goes away a lot there, so we're always bringing sand back in. Um, and then when I took it back over, we put an irrigation system in. So um, when you irrigate that much, it packs it down a little bit more. So back in the day, you know, they were, they were you know, way back in the day, they were watering with, with ho- you know, garden hoses, and then it went to inch-and-a-half fire hoses, and you know, now it's irrigated, so there's no dust whatsoever. So, but when you do that, you're right, it packs it down a little bit. Um, and then we're constantly bringing sand in. I bought a new tiller this year um, that a lot of the motocross tracks use to try to fluff it back up. And, um, you know, we're bringing in hundreds of truckloads of sand um, starting next week, actually, for the national. And, um, but, yes, yeah, it's, it's a constant battle there, constant battle. How about you go to Southwick now and you're like, 
Look, there's Keith Johnson working the dozer. Oh, well, there's, you, John, there's you, John Dowd working the you dozer. You took some. You have a jar of Southwest. Don't tell KJ I, that. I have to. I have to. This you show is about honesty. So <laughs> no, no. the last Southwick, we yeah. knew it was the last one. Yeah. I went in the first turn. I had a spaghetti sauce jar, and I scooped up sand. Yeah. And I put it in there, taped it up, and I brought it back to, oh, to Vegas. Awesome. It sits on my mantle. It's still there. Oh, I love and it. And then Coombs, Coombs saw me, and we were joking about it. And then when he brought it back, he's like, we need that sand back. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess I could now. I just took it because it was the last Southwick ever. So yeah. if you want a spaghetti sauce uh, of sand, I'll, I'll give you a good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sand's expensive, so I'll call Yeah, it. okay, all right, let me know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we do that with trophies. We actually put some of our, um, like, the actual first-turn sand in some of our trophies. Oh, wow. Things like that. That's kind of cool. We did that cool. last year. Yeah. You know, some unique well, things like that. we got a pony. We got a pony in a case, so I understand that. Not we, like yeah, a yeah. horse, like a ponytail. No, yeah, ponytail. A man's oh, yeah. ponytail. We put, it in a, we put it in a case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, super no, creepy. I saw it. I saw oh, it. okay, yeah, all right, yeah. you know. Uh, all right, man. Well, hey. Thank you for coming yeah, up, man. Appreciate for having it. Us. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a hand for Keith Johnson, everybody, NESC legend. And, and thank you, everybody, for coming out. We appreciate it. Thanks for Yamaha, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. All of you people for coming out. We're going to hang out a little bit if you want to chat and get some photos. Uh, thanks to Justin Brayton, Keith Johnson, Chris Kiefer, JT. I'm Mathis. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Heather.